Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Wow. I don't even know where to start. Hmm? Well, I'm talking about the taping. Um, Okay, let's say this first. Today is a show we did with Tom Martin about two weeks ago. And that's that. So now let's talk about the taping. For those of you who went, let's talk about the people that went to the taping that were helping his PAs. You guys, which we will thank you individually, were the best. I was overwhelmed with gratitude. Now I know where that term comes from. It was amazing. You showed up so early in the morning and left late at night and did it with a smile on your face. And I was very, very, very touched. We got to play during the day and do bits, so that was fun, but... It was so much appreciated. Some of you guys did end up staying for the show. For the people that came to the taping, uh, (laughs) you know, I know I said, bring tambourines, bring kazoos, and we never even got to that stuff. It was such a, like, gargantua, was it the word undertaking or taking, or whatever that expression is, that we forgot so much, but we got so much. And it's going to make a wonderful pilot. But just in all the chaos, there was some stuff forgotten, like bits with the audience. But you guys were also just amazing. Uh, I wish I, you know, I had a lot on my mind, so I didn't get to, like, you know what I mean, play as much when the show was over. Because, you know, like at the podcast festival, you, you have nothing on your mind. So, you you know, all the parties going on after the show, you're doing bits with people that came to the show. and But... I think you get the gist of what I'm saying. Uh, You're special, and I was very, very appreciative. I really, really uh, wanted to relay that to you. 
Um, and they're starting to edit it already. But it looked good. I think we're going to put on Facebook a montage of slides uh, over the weekend. There's like 50 pictures that Troy Conrad got. And we put them to some music, and we're going to put them on um, the uh, on the Facebook page. And uh, Tony, who was who uh, he did everything. He produced it. He directed it. He he was great and wore a thousand different hats and pulled it all off, including the set. And it was just great. So there you go. There's that. So dramatic. I don't think there's really anything else. Uh, I'm in Lake Tahoe with Daniel Kino. Next week, oh, so the studio, we didn't use the actual studio. We used downstairs. They moved out all the cars, and we built this just crazy, crazy set. But we did use some stuff from the studio. So the studio sort of got torn apart, which was sort of good because I wanted to put it back together a little different. So... If all goes well, it'll be back together by Tuesday, and Jen Kirkman is our guest. So maybe, you know, so if everything goes right, and the studio uh, is not put back together yet, so, but it's going to get put back together better than new. So I think we got everything. Um, I guess we did. So now we'll get back on track. I don't. I don't like having the shows on the shelf. I mean, it's fun when we're doing, like, what we say, a shelf episode, but I'm not, I like to do them, and I get so excited after I do them, I want to drop them, but it's good that we had this show on the shelf with Tom Martin, because it uh, gives us a show this week. All righty. Um, did I explain myself? Are we all good? Uh, mm, I'll see you at the Comedy Attic the 14th of May. See you down there at the Comedy Attic. And then Portland, the 11th through the 13th of June. It's all good. And then Chicago for the Comedy Explosion on uh, July 11th. All right, enough of that. Um, What I was going to say was, oh, I knew what I was going to say. I just paused it. I think what I should do for this show is make like a a mantra for the beginning. Because sometimes people, they don't listen from the beginning, which makes sense. And then they're confused, like when I say potato salad or safe word. Now, it's easy to go, oh, how could they not know that? But I get it. So maybe something on the beginning of the show that says, like, this is Todd Glass. Let's go over a few things. One of them would be that the only safe word is to George Carlin. That way they'll know that. The other thing is when we say edit it, a few people have said, oh, when you edit it, and I'm like, we rarely, 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 I'd say 95% of the time, if not more, we don't edit it's just we say that. We go, edit this, edit that. We're not editing it. So maybe I should do a little mantra at the beginning of the show, a few things that might help you to come along for the ride if you're a new listener and you haven't listened from day one. And every single show will play it before the show. And then the regular listeners know they press 15 seconds, boom, 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 and they're past it. I don't know. I don't know. All right. You're great. Um... And then uh, we'll see each other through the radio soon when we're back in the studio. I can't wait to get back in that studio. All righty. You're good. You are. 
All right. I think you're great. Now entering Nerdist.com. This is a first-class operation. Uh, I have a warm, moist towel as though I'm a first-class passenger. Uh, a, bones away, everybody. Let's do this right. This is really good. My hands are clean. This is good because I'm blowing my nose with my hands. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. That's my AD over there. Okay, so we're ready to start. All right, guys, we're ready to start. Todd's ready to start. Um, has everybody put their phones away? Todd, put phones away. Yeah, yeah, okay, so we put them all away. Phones are away, good to go. Todd's ready to go. Is everybody ready to go? I'm just okay. going to go into the other room real quick. I have to pee really quick, and then we're going to start. All right, Todd's going to go pee, and then we're going to start, guys. Todd's going to go pee, and then we're going to start. Great, yeah, yeah. I don't think these guys really got basically heard out. Um, Jake, So sick of it. And my eyes are going to be on everybody. Uh, I don't want to say, but JJ, you haven't been here a while. My eyes are on you. I keep a track of everybody if they're laughing at what I think's funny. And if they're not, they get the fuck out of here. Um, Jamie, right? You're good so far because of what I saw at the um, Henry Phillips thing. Whoa. Jamie has 70 million Twitter followers. Oh, my God. I shit, we, you know, we didn't I even start yet, by the way. That's called the pre-opening. Can so this we... show just be us reading Jamie's Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that later. Let's read. Yes. I did one. My last tweet was in Spanish in honor of Coachella, where I lived briefly. <laughs> you can put a little pause in this. Is that the tweet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Oh, it's going to be fun. I can feel the energy. Tom Martin's here, everybody. Hi, everybody. We'll get to you in a second. All right, I'll be here. Oh. Tom, hold on. Pause the music for a second. Shut the music off for a second. Your voice. Now, I've heard this once before. Do you have a... I don't know what you're talking about. You have a positive energy. Uh, I took the positive energy subcourse at the UCLA Extension on Broadcasting. Tom. What? Thank you for taking it seriously. Todd Glass, everybody, talking to me. Wow. Reporting, I'm just saying what I'm saying. Wow. Reporting what I see. Let's play the intro, and then we're going to talk about this. Let's play the intro. <laughs> Intro's playing. <laughs> Quarter past the hour. Let's decide if we want this new intro or not. Welcome to my world. The Todd Glass situation. A bunch of lies about my personal life oh. and a bunch of true stories about my 30-year career in stand-up comedy. Please welcome the program, the very funny Todd Glass. Then the music comes back in. It's a special opening. Veteran comedian. Wow. And podcast pioneer. This is exciting. Is with us and now best-selling author. <laughs> Todd Glass. How are you doing, Todd? Well, I'll tell you, Norm. Uh, do you know I don't like when people talk during this except for me? I didn't know that, Todd, but I'll be quiet. 
Tom, you are a, a, a hologram of positivity. <laughs> I know. Uh, from the second you sit down, like, I want people at home to love you. Well, they already do, but, like, you just sit across from there. You come with, you come as light as you could be. And you bring it. I didn't even bring notes this time. Don't you worry about notes. Who else? What other celebrity wants to talk about me? <laughs> hey, Zach. Oh, Zach. Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Well, Zach, so does everybody. I mean, these guys don't realize this is a real show. The official Don Rickles historian, Todd Glass, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, sure. Who was that? Paul Provenza. He's lucky I throw him on there. Thank you, Hi, Todd. Jimmy. It's Marin. Mark Marin. I don't know what I got to do to get on your fucking show. You got to apologize to Steve Fine Arts. <laughs> Disrespectful. <laughs> what did he do, Steve? Well, he opened up his mouth. <laughs> Some openings end there, but guess what you hear in the background? The band fires up again. We got a long intro. Let Jimmy Kimmel speak. He's one of our favorites. Oh. He's making his 68th appearance on the show. The son of Maureen and Paul Glass. Todd grew up in a small town outside Philadelphia, a town oh. that knew nothing of show business. But the popular Conestoga High School student had a revelation while hosting the senior class variety show three years oh. in a row. He loved to perform. Todd appeared locally at Smokey Joe's Talent Night every Tuesday. And like a Roman candle, it wasn't long before his career was shooting skyward, brightly lighting the Hollywood sky. Todd has appeared on the cover of Rolling Stone eight wow. times, People Magazine 12 times, wow. and Good Housekeeping once. Holy shit. <laughs> However, Todd is best known for his work with underprivileged children, having donated Ooh. millions of dollars to Love charities it. all over the world, all without taking a single tax deduction. <laughs> this is an exciting night for us. Can because we pause tonight, it real the quick? Time- the reason I play this every week, for some people that might wonder, it's not for me. No. Because God knows I've been... Well, I've told these guys that we don't need the someone. We I take for granted that everybody listens to every show since day one, and they're all with me. So, come, somebody might have picked this show to start with, and if we don't do the intro, it doesn't give the show the credibility it needs. Plus, try and get Jake Adams not to play it. Oh, you! Thank God you're here. Thank God you're here because later in the show, I recorded this, and I know it's not professional because you didn't know it. I have a recording. No, this is the truth. To potato salad. <laughs> That's our uh, fake safe word. Somebody asked once, what's the safe word now? Potato salad. I'm just going to break the bit, door in the bit, door in the other bit that we're interrupting. Potato salad is – I love to say a safe word when it's not. Potato salad is not the safe word, but it's fun to may pretend you have safe words. George Carlin is the only safe word there will ever be. But seriously, potato salad is a new safe word. Swear to God? No, it's not. Swear to God. All right. That means it's not even. Swear to God or anything. Only George Carlin means the truth. So potato salad, swear to God. I have a recording of Jake before the show, and you're going to hear it, and I'm going to play it. Jake knows I love him, but it's... Do we have to? Because he already knows, and it's him. It's me casually. You hear me from the other end of the room. You can tell that I'm not even, like, the recorder's far from me, and I put it in the table, and I said, let's not... It's casual. You, let's play the intro, and not, we don't have to do it. So let's finish the intro, and then you'll hear why. I'm ever the most handsome man in all of show business with a head of hair to die for and cheeks that every grandma wants to squeeze has agreed to share with us his beautiful singing voice. Even his most adoring fans will be surprised to know that Todd has written over 7,000 songs, 80 of them today, plus four poems and a limerick. And his iPod has over 4,000 tunes on it. Wow. His new CD, Todd Glass, In Your Face, The Way You Like It, is number two on the charts, and it has not even been recorded yet. 
ladies and gentlemen, a man that needs no introduction, Mr. Todd Glass. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's nice, but I'm not going to lie to you. Well, let's take a second here before we go in for the thing. So Kyle is here today. Kyle McFadden, ladies and gentlemen. Kyle's here. Now, Jamie is here. Jamie, Jamie Woodham. Jamie Woodham. At Jay Woodham on Twitter. JD, J- He's got 70 billion followers on Twitter. J- Jamie Woodham. Ladies and gentlemen, Jamie Woodham. But now you know Jamie, Tom, because you work with him, right? Yes, he's the uh, he's a writer on this important internet cartoon that we work on, starring James Adomi and among others. And he has Vancouver. 75 trillion Twitter That's followers. That's right. Wow. we got to read some of his... Uh, the let me the president you. of the United States once tweeted at him. Read what, Jamie's... What, what? We have special music we play for the for the Twitter where we read them. Read Jamie's tweets. I'm writing that down now. People at home want to know what I'm doing. Do whatever. Most you, often John. question on Twitter. When Todd's not talking, we need to know what he's doing. <laughs> it's trending. It's the people. They say that's what they say. So anyway, we'll, we'll Hashtag get. What's Todd doing? Jamie, and we're going to talk. Well, we'll talk about your show later. Oh, your show, Jake's show. Hold on, I'm good. I love the sharpie. It's nice and new. Okay, so then. Uh, Kyle McFadden is here. Jamie, what Jamie Woodham's here. The third. Jamie Woodham the third. He's got a lot of Twitter followers. From Alabama. Okay, this is in the middle of the intro. The intro never stopped. JJ Kirkpatrick back from vacation. We Good. genuinely, we genuinely miss him. I know. JJ, he's the man. And then also, ladies and gentlemen. Keith, friend and guitar player. Keith doesn't have a last name. Ah, come on. Yeah, that's right. It's not over yet, though. This intro, you know. All right, so... The entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass. Well, I'm going to tell you the truth. If I could let this breathe for a second. I think that's nice. He says the entertainer's entertainer. That is a compliment. And he did that whole long intro. But I, you know... I felt bad. I called Jimmy the next day. I said, Jimmy, I got a podcast I got to start. Not what... You know, you do a TV show. Who gives a shit? This is the new trending thing. No, TV's on its way out, so these guys, they don't give a shit. I said, no offense, I love you to death, Jimmy, but like, I gotta, I'm, I'm, I got, I'm doing a, a, a new thing, the thing of tomorrow. So he called me back, and um, he left this on my mouth. Please say hello to comedy's national treasure, Todd Glass. All righty, now we can start a show. Welcome to my world. I am truly honored to bring up this next comedian. You've seen him recently on The Daily Show and Tosh.0, better known as The Entertainer's Entertainer. Please welcome my comedy mentor, Todd Glass. All right, now we start. Did you know that was coming? I didn't tonight, but I love it because it's like after all that, well, you, you you bring it home with the with the with the headlining intro, mm-hmm. and uh, and he did that when I was at the Improv. He goes, you know, and it would have made me laugh. The only problem is I was walking around the bar, like, going, am I on next? <laughs> yeah. All right, so listen, everybody, take a deep breath with me. <gasps> Into the nose? No, that's not a to George Carr, and that's not a deep breath where we make an edit. That's a genuine deep breath. So. Hmm. I needed last week was a little stressful on the show because we were doing video because when we do the pilot because it's for television we're going to instead of just playing Kathy Mitchell dump cake we're going to need to see it so I seem like but I'm glad we we put all that prep into it because it it um there was a lot to do last week it seemed like we worked harder than we've ever worked on the show before to George Carr and I'm being honest 
And there was like, how will the video work? Can the video come on as quick as an audio clip? Because it has to. Like when you're just, boom, I hold up a post-it that says Kathy Mitchell. And it worked gracefully last week. How many cameras were on? No, none. That was just uh, for oh. a run-through. Okay. Just a run-through last week. And some people came by. Oh, um, people. So, <laughs> oh, people. <laughs> they, they get impressed over nothing. <laughs> oh, people. Oh, wow. You had human me. beings. Normal people. Arms and legs. People that have jobs and bank accounts and cars. Normal people. They were born at one time. Wow, they took time out of being normal people. By the way, you can help but love this. That's impressive, though. You can help but like it. Like, watch this. Oh, how about watch this? And do this to the death. Do this to the death. They really sell it. Just melt these two. Ready? Oh, by the way, I just wanted to mention one more time that Kyle and Jamie were here. So they're, you know. Oh, oh wow. Kyle we got Kyle and Jamie. And Jamie. Oh, now it's an important show. Kyle and Jamie. Before it was just excuse me. Now Kyle and Jamie. Oh, hi. I'm Kyle McFadden. Kyle McFadden. Oh, sure. Jamie, what have I got 10 zillion oh, followers on Twitter? Hi, everybody. My name is Jamie. I've got 80 billion Twitter followers. Pardon me. Whoa. I farted my phone's in my pocket, and I got 10 retweets because I got 20 zillion Everybody, the president of the United States is here. Jamie, what a yeah, move aside. Oh, I'm so, oh, he followed me on Twitter. I'm going to drop my pants and shoot a rocket, as Don Rickles would Alabama. say. I'm from Alabama. Sure. Oh, my hometown thinks oh, I'm everybody. Excuse me. Hey, how about if I go roll out the red carpet, but instead of just getting a red carpet that would be at a premiere show, I literally go buy a ream of red carpet at the carpet store, you know, where they have to go in with the, with the forklift and put the long pole into it, and then I put it out front, and then I sp- go as far as it could go to another style. Oh, oh, sure. Jamie. Well, it better my be IMDb Alabama Red. Ladies and gentlemen, profile. please welcome to the show, Jamie Woodham. Did I say it wrong? <laughs> no, no, that's right. Maybe nervous. All right, listen, Kyle's getting very upset because it leaned Jamie's way halfway through. Oh, well, let's no. not forget Kyle. Ooh, Kyle. Oh. oh. McFadden. I'm Kyle Ooh, McFadden. I'm from, I, I, I'm from San Francisco, but I moved Ooh. here five months Ooh, ago. It seems like a, just yesterday. Stand up, a beer. 2,000 tweens. Yeah. Boo. 2,000. <laughs> Wait, he has, he has 90 million. I have 2,000 Twitter followers. I don't want to brag. Listen, I have a show to do. I can't joke around. There's no time to joke around. Okay. So anyway, who's here? Uh, it's just a guy who works here. Sir! <laughs> Somebody that works here is here. Okay. Hey, it's a dude. Joe. Come on. <laughs> wait, come on up. Wait, really? What did he say? He's, He's stealing a car. A car. Oh, stealing. Stealing. <laughs> I know, we never interviewed anybody from downstairs. Should we go get him and ask him? Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to go, go get him, see if he wants to be on the podcast. So this is one of the mechanics from downstairs. I'm being totally serious. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I have some questions. Like, think about fixing those cars. Hold on, see if he'll come on the podcast. That would be great. What do you think he'd treat him? And by the way, to George oh, yeah, Carter, yeah. I want to make sure we treat him what with is, respect. What do you think he'd pay for a 2010 Camry? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, here's what we're doing. Downstairs, it's not the owner that's here. We're here on a Sunday doing the show. It's not the owner that it's here, but it's one of the mechanics. And seriously, to George Carlin. Black Horse Motors. Black Horse Motors. They're always nice downstairs. They're the guy, great. The mechanics that work here, and they're like, they're, I feel like they're more surgeons than mechanics. This is serious shit here. These cars cost a lot of money. Yeah. You think he'd come on? What do you think? What do you think? Is he going to come up or not? It seemed like he was pretty outgoing. That's uh, Ryan, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Will he do it, Jake? 
Oh, okay. Uh, Asshole. Well, listen. We interview <laughs> after all that. No, no, no. I obviously I hate to say no, no, no. It's what people with no sense of humor have to say after their bad jokes. All right. So listen, Joe Bland. What is that? Blow Joe. I'm, I'm going to say Joe Bland kinship. Joe Bland. Oh, kinship. Oh, I hate oh, I that. I know what you're talking about. I just don't remember. Joe. Was he nice about it when you asked him? Yes. He was. Okay. What, what? I'm serious. Like, this is how bad my handwriting is. I wrote Joe Bland. Kate. Oh, it was the tweet that said, uh, you're oh. preaching to your choir. Joe Bl- it, was I right? Joe Bland. Ketchup? Yeah. yeah. Say, say his name. I don't remember. Joe. Well, I spelled it just the way it is. B-L-A-N-K-E-N-S-H-I-P. Now, he might think, what are you coming after me for? And I'm not. Well, you never know once I get started. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I feel like he said, Todd, uh, basically, I agree with you. Can I, I call a timeout for a second? What sure. you just did was a James and Domian impression of you doing the 180-degree turn in, like, two seconds. But 99% of the people. <laughs> I don't really understand. 99% of the people. That's, all, that's my impersonation. Do you have it? Joe Blankenship. Watch your mouth. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What did he say? At Todd Glass. He tweeted at you. Mm-hmm. You have to know that you're preaching to the choir on your podcast, right? Question mark. I love you, Todd, but it's a little redundant at times. Okay. Well, now let's be really fair to him. And, and, and by the way, I totally... Can we hold on one second? Sure. What do you have? A plug your show you're doing? Always. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cannot... I want you to use that sound effect when we do the live taping so much. Ease up on it a little. Uh, uh. <laughs> Thank you, Keith. You know how I do a show? If, if, he, if he worked on, if I had a TV show with a lot of money, Keith would get extra because he just laughed at that. Not because, <laughs> not because he was pandering, because he wasn't pandering. He caught a little thing I said, and nobody else did. And that's why everyone else is... And I know you. I'm catching what you're doing right now, so I deserve that too, right? These dumbasses. They don't get it like I do. <laughs> no, Tom. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really Now it seems disingenuous. No, it's real. <laughs> Oh, no. You got me. Well, another one. No seems one even picked up on it. It seems a little disingenuous. Seems a little disingenuous. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can't get enough of it. Tom, all you for six hours. Yeah, I'm so six excited. hours at least. I, to George Carlin, it, it, I put a half Todd, or five hour Todd. energy in your drink. I know. I'm loving it. <laughs> I got two and a half hours of energy like this, everybody. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. To George Carlin. Yeah, I know. I'm feeling it. But talk normal, Tom. Okay. <laughs> Todd, can I just say something? No, to hear that Tom. you're preaching I to the choir. To, I, said I think to. I've been praying for this for so long, to hear that you're preaching to the praying choir. To for so, Jesus, for so long, Todd, you've been talking into that microphone. And to hear this young man, Blankenship, or whatever his name is, to, to, to tell us <laughs> that you're now preaching to a choir. Makes me feel better. Yeah, like I should be preaching to a choir. With what I have to say. Wait, you're not. Oh, it's a metaphor. I thought you were preaching. Listen to this. Yeah. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> I love it. I love everything you do. I You're got two great. hours of energy. I'll shut up now. No, no, no. You don't. You just do whatever Tom Martin wants. But, but to George Carlin, I do want to answer. Oh, this. it's answer. But you, you, but you do whatever you okay. want. Okay, I'm fine. Okay, I'm quiet now. <laughs> Tom Martin. Back on the show. Wait, do you hear your intro? It has been too long. Um, but, but here's what I want to say to that person that says I'm preaching to the choir and a few things. I used to feel the same thing. Uh, and I, first of all, when you preach to the choir, and, and Joe, one thing I'm positive about, I'll get to that second. Positive. But the one that I'm not positive about, I'll say first. I, I, for, I'm not positive about this. 
I don't know if I met you, I'd be like, holy fuck, this guy is on the same page as me with certain words we shouldn't say or the way we should treat people or whatever. And it's never getting up on a pedestal because it's reminding myself. I say that every time. I fucking prejudge people. That's my big thing that I'm learning. I fucking pre- There's a few times we've talked about it on the show. It's not for color. It's not for religion, but just a look of a person. And remember the guy Dale from Texas who said the thing about Michael, um, the, 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 the uh, football player that kissed? Mm-hmm. He he was the, he made that brilliant Michael Sam Michael Michael Sam kissed uh, his his uh, his significant other and that Dale somebody from Dallas you think oh that guy's gonna be uh, be a stupid you prejudge mm-hmm. I'm not I, I get it. I'm I'm never lecturing I'm saying I'm saying I have to remind myself too of all this stuff I'm not, by no means getting on a pedestal uh, but but um, I doubt that he is on the same page because when you are you might be okay with it but you're not as passionate about it as me and that's why i'm not preaching to the choir because i'd only be preaching to the choir that someone was passionate me and i doubt if i met you and we sat down for half an hour do i agree that you'd side my way most times yeah i do but you don't fucking have throth coming out of your mouth like i do so you're not on the same page as me because the people that are most of it this is the one i said i'm not positive about the people that are on the not only do they pretty much agree you know which i think this guy does he pretty much when he hears what I talk about, he pretty much overwhelmingly goes, "Yeah, he's right." He's, you know, but no, I'm talking about the people that are like fucking obsessed with it, like me. They don't say I'm preaching to the choir. You know why? Because they know how important it is to say it and say it and say it and say it and say it. So I think you probably overwhelmingly agree with me, but you're not as passionate. But the next thing that I do know 100 percent is that preaching to the choir is okay. Because it teaches people how to fight the fight. If I sit down with Paul F. Tompkins and we both talk about something, come on, we're on the same page most of the time. But he might say it differently than me. So that also is the reason I think you're not as passionate as me. Because otherwise you'd be subconsciously doing that already. You'd hear me talk about something that I talk about ten times. And then on the eleventh time, what you would take out of it as opposed to, all right, we agree with you already. Like, come on, Tavia. I agree with you and I wish you'd stop. You'd be like, fuck. I, even on that Paul Tompkins, he talked about it again. But I love that t- turn of phrase that Paul used because I'll use that at my next Thanksgiving party. So we're probably not. On the same page. Just to play. And I'm probably not preaching to the choir. Right. Well, just to play the average listener, um, I'm guessing, but are you, the issues you're talking about are uh, hotels not changing their sheets or. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know every that's episode, one of your. Yeah, well, Tom, I don't know if that's it. my blah, blah. <laughs> I don't, you no, mean, you're, I know. I, you're talking. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about when you go to a hotel. I say they should take. They should take the, 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 the blanket and put it in a duvet so it can't slip out. No, 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 no. Some hotels, like high-end hotels, they go, no, put a See, sheet Joe, on the top. When he gets like this about the sheets, I'm with you. Put a sheet on the top, and the sheet won't wiggle its way out of there with ass shit on it. You can turn the blah, blah, blahs off, because I'm serious. It's disgusting. There's a fly on the table. <laughs> you know what? I'll... I think I'm still right about this, and I don't mind talking through the blah, blah, blah. Any hotel, I'm to George Carlin, that thinks that they don't owe it to their customers to put their sheet, their blanket, in between at least a duvet. We don't mind if you use the same blanket over and over again. Can you put it, can you put it in between two sheets that are sewn together so there's no fucking way it'll slip out? No. We'll just put a sheet on the top and a sheet on the bottom. If it wiggles out of there during your night's sleep, so what? You get the previous person's ass shit on your face. All right, I'm done.
I just love that you feel like so I feel that strong about about that. Come here. Every time, Tom, to George Carlin, every time I talk about it, it re-reminds me, yeah, I'm right. Because let me tell you something. There are certain things that people ask for that are un... That it's not reasonable. It's not reasonable. Now, you might go, Todd, God, you really give that all, but you throw your... Yeah, not reasonable. They should change the carpet every time. No, I get it. We have to go where other people go. We have to touch things that other people touch. Our ass has to touch the toilet that somebody else shit on. And you're saying, I get all that. I get it. You know, what are they going to do, put a new toilet in every time? But, but if I'm wrong, then that means, hey, pardon me, hotel that doesn't agree with me. Um, uh, I know you have to use the same blanket for everybody. I get it. Uh, and I'm, I understand. <laughs> Could you just slip it into something and button it shut so I'm sure what I pull close to my face is at least clean? What's under it? I, that's okay. And they go, they're basically, if they don't do that, if they're not putting it in a fucking duvet and buttoning it shut, they're saying, you're asking for too much. That is, that, look, we'd love to do it, but we can't. So the double tree gets it. The double tree, somehow they get it. The double tree gets it. That's why I put them in the league of the four seasons and, uh, and Ritz Carlton. Because you might not be able to afford the Ritz Carlton or the, or, the, uh, or the Four Seasons, but guess what? At least you go to a hotel that goes, if you're staying here, yeah, we put your blanket in and we button it shut, and you can make sure when you pull it up to your face, it's been Cloroxed. Yeah. No, the other hotel, that's too much. All right, so that's that, Joe. I blame you for that whole rant. Also, Somehow Joe, got uh, if <laughs> I listen to every second of every Todd Glass show, and what I do when he gets this way, I Car- hit that 15-second forward button until it gets <laughs> funny again. And uh, it doesn't take long. One, two, three, you're laughing again. So, oh, you know. What if somebody does hit it 15 seconds? Right now they hit it and they go to this. No, those blankets. <laughs> those blankets belong in a thing. I mean, come on. And then they go... Then they go, they go literally, you know when you do like eight in a row? Just when you think you've tired, you keep doing ding, 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 ding. I'm going to miss the whole podcast. And they come back. No, let me tell you something. Any hotel, any hotel, the guy hangs, he goes, oh, fuck, I can't take it anymore. He pulls, he goes, he, 100, he goes, plus, press, press, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15 seconds, 15 seconds, 15 seconds, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15. He goes to his daughter, honey, I have to go to the bathroom. Keep pressing 15 seconds until I get back. Okay, daddy. 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15. 15, 15. He comes back, takes it from his daughter. He says, thank you very much. He goes, go play in the yard. It's a healthy family. Nice he, puts it, he puts it back on his head. No, the double tree knows that if you're staying at a hotel. So there's that. Keith, how you doing over there? If we need guitar tonight, we have Keith. Let's hear a little guitar. He can play that? Sure. I thought he just held it. My guest Tom Martin is here. I like this song. Todd, whatever you do, do not bring up my next Emmy nomination. Oh, would you rather I didn't? Yes, please don't. It's embarrassing. All right. Thank you. Keith, on All right. Wait, are you really nominated? Yes, way, but don't bring it up. We haven't introduced you yet. Oh, then don't but, bring but, it up. But wait, no, but guess what? We this, read uh, those text messages Tom sent all of us about getting <laughs> nominated for an Emmy. Read it, read it, read it. Yes, read, read his text to us. Oh, someone got my phone for a while. I don't know what was it. Oh, you mean somebody stole it? Yeah, yeah. They have phones. To George Carlin, are these really things? Are they true? No, they're real. Yeah. But, but you're joking I in the I them context. just because. Right, let me hear it. Oh, one second. I'm just trying to find it. 
Wait do you see. We have so many bits you've never seen before tonight. Oh, One, per- primarily. <laughs> texted so many people since then. It's like, it's <laughs> oh, Wow, Jake's popular. Oh, he got seven retweets on a joke he wrote on the Twitter thingy. Wow, eight retweets. And I didn't even look at it yet. That's yeah. nine. At Jake M. Adams. All right, listen. So uh, do you, let's, let's do this, and then we'll go back to that. So here's what we do. Before we introduce you. We're going to ask, what are, what are, oh, he'll, he'll read them when he finds them. So oh, let's go one step at a time. This is the pre-show, just in case. Well, I know you've never been here, Jamie. James uh, Woodham. This is, Jamie Woodham. Okay, go ahead. What did he tweet? What did he text us? Do not, in capitalization, not make a big deal out of it because I don't want anyone to know, but I was nominated for another Emmy. Emmy. See, I'm saying not to. Not yeah. was capitalized. And you go, ugh, I hate, I don't, I, I hope I don't win. I don't have any room for any more. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, there's just no room on the shelf. You say you know what you mean. No, we don't know what you mean. Uh, uh, and someone in this group said, Tom, it seems like you started a group text just to tell us this. I w- why would I do that? That's weird. It seems the opposite. Yeah, it's the I'm, opposite. Your, I'm the dumb guy who agrees. Yeah, I said I did not want to say it. It's the opposite. Okay, why would that? It seems like somebody's saying, please don't say it. Why would that mean say it? Yeah. And you say, what? Oh, no, I meant to just text myself. Like a journal entry. Yeah, a, re- a so reminder. Sometimes, uh, I, like as a journal entry, I'll write stuff and I'll, I'll text it That seems a little bit like a lie because you could just do a voice memo. But I, but I believe you. All right. Um, so here, listen. Here's what else we're going to do. If I bring this up if you, if, uh, to George Carlin, so and then we're going we're gonna to play you in, and we're going to ask about your, what you're up for. <laughs> Why do you have a look on your face of I don't know. I just think of funny shit, but I'm, I'm not interrupting, so I didn't say it. No, no. You're fine. <laughs> here's what I want to ask you. A serious question to George Carlin. If you do something good during the day, you feel like it's a good, like a, a gesture that you, you're, because I say it on the podcast, and I think, I, I'll say to myself, are you doing it? Like when I go to the car wash, to the gym, and I'm rushing, and I always think to myself, yeah, slow down, like you tell the fucking listeners. What am I, if you have to rush, rush. There's a time to rush. Notice I'm not going, there's never a time to rush. No, sometimes there fucking is. Put a little kick in your step, and fucking, you know. It's like when you ask the, you know, when you ask the waiter or waitress when they bring your hamburger and there's no ketchup. I want to see you aggressively running for the ketchup. I want to know it's going to be right back. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. And then she's taking someone else's can, can order. I, can I? Uh, uh, oh, I need my ketchup. Uh, do you remember uh, we were meeting when I lived down in Los Alamitos when, uh, and you were coming over and we were writing something for you. And we were meeting at like a Marie Callender's in Los Alamitos. Ooh, and- Marie Callender's. <laughs> Ooh. The money we had back in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Marie oh, Calendar. It's, it's Todd Glass and Tom Mark. Give us your best booth. We've just been given $50 to <laughs> seat the Martin family early. But do you remember, like, you were seated already, and I was like, I knew you could see me through the window. And I was sprinting through the parking lot, pretending to look at my watch like, like a madman, like the least cool guy that you could. Do you remember that time? No. Like, oh, I just remember, like, uh, just, oh, this will be funny. I'm trying to be act like uh, I'm, uh, I'm meeting Todd and I'm going to walk in and be cool. But meanwhile, I'm zigzag sprinting through the parking lot like i got to get there sprinting, <laughs> looking at my watch like this is the most important meeting I've ever been to. And then I saw you do that. Yes. Well, I'm sure if I did, I'd cracked up. I was probably with Steve Rosenthal at the time. That's yes. when you were helping us with Todd's coma. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, By the way, if I sold this show that we're shooting on the 3rd of May... <gasps> Oh, it would be, <laughs> it, how cool would it be if you could show run it? Oh, it'd be great. 
right? Because I thought about that. You yeah, get I mean, the it show. would be charity because they couldn't afford me, but I would do it. <laughs> I would do it because oh, I care you. about you. Thank you. We recorded okay, that. I might be able to deduct we'll it. Isolate that and send it to <laughs> Comedy Central that Tom's working for free. And that's binding in court, and I'll take you to Judge Judy if you fucking think I'm kidding around. Still love Judge Judy. Can't <laughs> get enough Judge of her. <laughs> I worry about people that don't like Judge Judy or Dr. Phil. I got to tell you, and I know half my listeners are like, no. It's not about what Dr. Phil does. That I don't. That sometimes I'm like, oh, why'd you do that? That's sensationalism. Having John Edwards on, I was not fucking happy about that. But what he does, that's good. And I think some people, they, uh, you go, why don't? Because let me tell you, if you're listening, you're like, actually, I don't like Doctor Phil. Yeah, you should. His defense of children on that alone is worth him having a show that does more positive than anything else. So anyway, here's what I want to do. Um, we talked about, oh, yeah, yeah, so when you do an act of kindness mm. or something. Well, I was at the grocery store the other day, and, oh, so if you talk about it, is it diminish it? Uh, no, nah, you know, it just depends on the, on the circumstances. No, I don't think so. Not, not necessarily, no. no. I hope what you just said makes a lot of sense. It's depending on the circumstances. You're right, because you could see if someone in the public eye, not me, but, like, someone that's going on Jimmy Kimmel, mentioned they gave $100,000 to a cause. Nah, you got to do that and not talk about it. But you hope that there's certain times you can talk about it and it's okay, and that's up for the, the person listening, their discretion. So with that in mind, here we go. There, there was this, ep- uh, there no, was no, this episode good. of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David where uh, in oh. there this whole artist, uh, like this big artist gets together, and somebody donated this whole space. And it said donated by Anonymous. But then in the episode, the guy was at the party, and he was just telling everybody. He <laughs> <laughs> that he's the Anonymous who yeah. donated. I didn't want to you know, make a big deal about it. <laughs> well – Talk about prejudging people, and, and um, there was a guy in front of me at the grocery store, and, uh, and then there was – well, he, he was checking out. He was, like, getting – he was paying, and you could tell he didn't have enough money or something was happening, and there was people in front of me that were going to – as soon as he was done, they were going to – and then it was me after that. So I was, I was behind the people that were next in line after the guy that couldn't find his money. And he did seem a little bit disheveled and, and like, you know, maybe a little like – I'll use the verbiage that you could slap. But he was like, oh, he looks like he might be a little crazy. He's talking to himself. He's whatever. And um, – but somehow I got concerned, you know, like – and he went out to his car. And I turned to the – as they were checking in and the next guy got up to line. I'm not judging him for doing it because he just thought he was a little – he went, that oh, was a little crazy. And the guy behind the, the register just said, oh, he just didn't have enough money. So I was like – I was like, oh, I go, how much did he need? And, and he goes, like, 65 cents or something. I'm like, oh. And I was like, I did think he was crazy, too. So I'm not, you know, making fun of the people in front of me. I looked like a crazy guy. I, was, I wasn't in that much of a hurry, but I was like, well, you, know, you know how it is. You're mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? And then I just completely remembered, like, what the fuck? Really? You just, you, just, you know, talk and you don't. So when he was coming in, I was going to go find him in his car. I co- hoped I could find him, and I was hoping he didn't have the money. I'd be like, hey, I, we all been there. Like, uh, what do you need? And he was coming in. I go, hey, did you find the money? And he goes, oh, yeah, totally like he was. And then he just was so nice, and he put both his hands on my shoulders. He went, oh, thank you. Uh-huh. And I, like, cried a little bit because yeah. he wasn't crazy. Right. He wasn't crazy. He was just like, if anything, he was an extraordinary person that knew, like, to show me some warmth, and I appreciated it. I felt fucking amazing. I was like, it was like I, it's like a, a adrenaline release that it wasn't chemical induced. Yeah, like this pot that Jake smokes. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, like that, that made me feel so good. Now you shouldn't do those things because they'll make, you know, you, you know what? You should just do it because it comes from your heart. But it's not a crime to think. Trust me, if you take the time to do what you already know you should, 
gives you you feel good about it. Like right. not just like feel good about it. Literally, like oh wait, no, you will feel good. It affects your like it's, it's like you know like a good hit of marijuana. It's like fucking amazing. So like that's okay. Like if you yeah. think about it that way, yeah, right? It was your instinct to help people, and like you see that even more. Uh, you see that happen quicker. When someone falls down in front of you, your instinct immediately is to help them. It's not like anything else other than this person, this stranger right. fell down. So let's be concerned with them. And it's trying doing what you just said. Of course, when someone falls, pretty much everybody will go to someone's right. help. Then. But sometimes people, just because they're not falling to the ground, doesn't mean they don't right. need a, a lift. Right, exactly. A handout. Well you know? put. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. What's the <laughs> new one we have? The, uh, I'll say it again. Just because, you know, they might not be falling to the ground, but it doesn't mean they don't need a lift. Okay, talk about, you know what this is a tease to? Later in the show, and we're going to let it breathe, this is the scene on, and I don't even, <laughs> okay, ready? Pause it, pause it. On Smokey and the Bandit. Now, I don't, I was obviously old enough to watch this movie when it came out, of course, but loved I didn't. It. I only I loved it. started appreciating it a few years Fucking ago. hilarious. What's movie. his name who played the, uh, the cop, Ralph? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, no, uh, Gleason? Jackie, Jackie Gleason. Gleason. That's the music as he gets out of the cop car to oh, go up to fantastic. these people. Play it again. Picture his, his big guy gets out with a cigar. <laughs> He's going to go up there and get fucking shit done. <laughs> the door of the cop car opening. His brother-in-law. Remember his brother-in-law? Okay. The best but, line to that movie is when, he's, when he says to his son, he goes, When I get home, I am going to slap your mama, because there is no way you sprang from these loins. <laughs> the shit he said was so, yeah. He, he goes, he gets out, well, we'll, we'll, we'll play it later. We're going to let it breathe. We're going to play it, we're going to play it, uh, we're going to let it breathe. Todd, what kind of car was this guy driving at the, uh, the supermarket? I didn't see his car. We met coming in. By the time I was going to go out to his car and find him, he was already coming in. So he was like passing me at the electric doors. Got it. Got Why do you ask? I was just trying to, you know, get a good image. Paint of the picture. This guy. Hey, you, tra- you think you're? Uh, be honest to George Carr. Were you trying to see if I was lying? If, if I said, no, 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 not at all. Act was, like it did get me. Was, act like it did get me. Ask me what car. Uh, I mean, not that it's really relevant to the story, but just like, what kind of car was he driving what, outside the supermarket? I'm spraying water in my face to George Carr. Well, I guess it was. A Camaro. <laughs> By the way, I did that to him last week When he does the guy that can't do the phone We squirted water in his face It's a funny visual, isn't it? I got it, I got it Todd Peters Pants My microphone ball Todd Peters Pants Todd Peters Pants Todd Peters Pants Come on, we got a number one show by the podcast. Okay, here's the last thing we're going to do And then we're going to introduce you And then we're going to start and, and I'm so excited Are you excited? You've never said this before But I think it should be pointed out That a lot of podcasts This would be the whole podcast And this podcast hasn't even started yet you know? I feel like that too Have I you ever thought of that? Tom, do you listen to the show? Oh, so you've never heard no, me I've say that? I've never heard you say that I say that Really? Well, of course, because other shows This would be the show Hey and I don't want to be rude, and I've said this before, and I don't want to be a dick about it. How about the, the – tell me – do me a favor. Defend the other shows, please, will you, uh, I what will. I'm about All to right. say. Okay. Is it normal that the 
the producer of the show just sits at the table? Because I hear other shows, they go, or a producer, and he gets on the mic, and you hear him through the headphones. Well, a lot of times their producer will sit at the table. What You have a special booth where important things happen for your producer, which is far away. Yeah, like, hold on one second. Aristotle, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. It's so far away. Hold on. Yeah, are you there, Aristotle? Yeah, I'm here. I, I can see you guys. No, I like it louder. Go ahead, try it again. Oh, oh. Ahead, I can see louder. you guys out from the window that I'm looking through. Well, see, he's a window. He's a booth. He's in another room. So many room. important knobs. He's got to turn in there. You Aristotle, you are you there? Them at the table. I'm here. Oh, what are you in another room or something? A double air conditioned room. Oh, it's wow. like a real double show. It's a real. Sh- it's like a real show. That's what I've been telling people a long time. This is not one of those other shows. This is a real show, and that's what I've always said from the very beginning. It's a real show, and I must talk about that because it's important and it's necessary. And the reason I talk about that so much that this is a real show is because the situation that we're under right now. The lock, the, the, what I'm doing right... Oh, that's what I was stalling for. All right, listen, shut the music off. I can't believe you made me play that song. It's <laughs> my bad. Oh, one other question, and then we're all good. I'm in such a relaxed mood. I, so I said to them, I need Tom Martin here this week because I want just a relaxed show where I'm not, I'm not even revving high right now. To what? George Cohen, I'm not revving high. I feel great. I feel good, too. How did your show go uh, at the um, – where was your show at? At the West Side Comedy Theater in Santa Monica. So, And what's the name of the show again? Uh, it's called Prop Drop, but when I told that to my mom, she said, oh, your show is called Poop Drop. <laughs> Tell your mom to shut her fucking pie hole. She doesn't know anything about comedy. Well, she did and comedy for like seven I years. I know, but I'm just kidding. I, I don't think – well, if she listened to it, hello, I'm kidding. What around. if your mom wanted you to book her? Like, hey, are there any more spots on <laughs> oh. the show tonight? Uh, so anyway, I like the idea <laughs> for the show. I love the idea. So, so uh, the the uh, what's the girl's name that you teamed up with? Oh, uh, this girl Gabriella Fox. Uh, the idea for the show is that uh, there's like props from movies and television uh, on stage with the comedians. So uh, the comedians will do their set and you know tell their jokes from their act, but also they can also riff on the props if they want. And it's sold to them, which I like the way they did it because he asked me, should we say you have to do it? No. It's it's like the way I uh, the way I explain the show that they're doing is like when when Jamie would book Van Jam and there was a six piece band on the plane was it called Van Jam yeah six piece band on the stage that's how actually we met JJ and he would say if you want to mess with the band you can but if you don't it's no big deal like they didn't put any pressure on you and of course you did because it was awesome right. but there was no if they told us we had to I'd be nervous same thing with this uh, yeah if you're doing some of your set and then you mess with the props or maybe you open up you mess with the props for three minutes and then you do your your set and then you you think of something yeah. doing you just just it's casual. It's, like it's a fucking great idea. just makes it almost easier for the comedians. So she has a prop house because she works at this place. It's not hers. Who, but who it's, has a prop house? This woman uh, you're teaming The, the girl I'm producing the yeah, show yeah. with. Yeah. So it's not her prop house, but she works at this. She has disposal to some, like, not just, like, uh, she has some cool props in her room, like a, a warehouse full of crazy uh, props. Yeah. So every week they will interchange the props that are on the stage. And, I, you know, sometimes theme shows are good. Sometimes they're bad. Sometimes they're good. Like, I think that's a, a good theme show. I think Hell, that's, yeah. And where's it at again? The West Side Theater. That's mm-hmm. in that. That's Tell the third gel street that promenade, light. right? It's like in that. Uh, is it the Third Street? It is. Yeah, is that third one? Street yeah, promenade. I like that club. They should gel the light near the bathroom. I give them such high props. Bada boom. A plug for the show. Tom, will you come out of comedy retirement to do the show? Hell, yeah. 50 bucks will come out of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even make any sense. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I got a call to George Carlin. By the way, I got a nice email from, uh, no, I'll talk about it next week, the guy that tried to get the girl to go to the prom with him, and we played the jingle on the phone. What's his, what was his name? Does anybody remember? He had a really cool name. 
Like not Lincoln. Joe Blankship. He's like the <laughs> yeah, best Joe. Man. Joe, you know what? You can't you if I'm right about you, you weren't gonna be able to wrap your head around it because you'd have to you would have known what I was saying already. <laughs> that makes sense what I just said. Anyway, he's not gonna be able to go, Todd might be right. I you know, I might like I think I'm on the same page with him. I'm I'm near him. But anybody on everybody everybody if I'm preaching no, I'm not preaching to your choir because if you were in my choir you know how much it needed to be said. <laughs> right, Everybody right. in my choir knows right. how much it needs. Everybody so like in my choir cult. goes, I know he said it last week. Say it again. Right. When are you going to stop? You know how people you know when something stops, when the good answer for that is? Right. Ever, in, ever in time and history when somebody was protesting against something and some people thought, I'm pretty smart. But, dude, like, it's, no one thinks they're dumb. No one thinks, well, I'm not on board for that because I'm a moron and anything that's progressive I'm not a part of. No, nobody thinks they're dumb. Nobody. Right. What they if somebody think, was sawing your leg off and like just continually saw your leg off and like, oh my God, is Todd going to talk about some asking them to stop sawing his leg off again? Tom, there you go. So when do you stop talking about this stuff? You just when calmly... they stop sawing your leg off. Exactly. So when somebody goes, when are you going to stop talking about that? You go, oh, did it stop? <laughs> no, there's no arguing that. You go, no, it didn't stop. But I don't think you need to be talking about it anymore. Someone's oh. sawing my leg off. All right, we know. Yeah. Yeah, when are you going to stop telling You don't get it. This guy is moving the blade okay, back Tom, and forth Tom, across Tom, my Tom, shin. Are you going to just talk about it forever? Yes, he's got to stop sawing so my leg you, off. When you, oh, my God, when it you, hurts. When are you going to stop talking oh, about it? He's cutting bone. He's cutting okay. bone. Yeah, we For the know. love of God, stop sawing my leg off. When, are you, you oh, going to keep talking about it? Blood is coming out of my leg. Okay, that's how I look at social problems. Maybe you don't. So I'm not <laughs> preaching to the choir, my friend. Anybody outside of the choir, let's say there's the choir and then right side of the choir. It doesn't mean that because they're not in my choir that they're not intelligent people. There's some very intelligent people. As I would imagine, Joe, I bet if I sat down with you, you're pretty smart. But you're not in my choir yet. Because if you were, you'd be thinking, yes, keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying this it. This may sound crude and ineffective, but I think we're going to have to get Joe in here and saw, start sawing his leg. And, and, and say, don't, if you say it, stop once. And then if you don't <laughs> need to keep saying it over and over again. Okay, now listen. Here's our last thing we're going to do. We're going to make a nice call. Uh, and now, the Todd Glass Show is going to make a nice call <laughs> to someone who didn't expect it. All right, now this is the truth to George Carlin. Side, whose phone do you want to use? You want to use my phone or can you use your phone? Do you mind using your phone? Yeah, I mean, I don't have to start six, seven people. I only have 852 Twitter followers. <laughs> 852 Twitter followers for Jake right, Adams. So we're going to call Adams. Kate. We're going to call, okay, Sideburns Jake, who listens to the show. Uh, we don't, by the way, I'm going to do this for a reason. I, 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 would, I would not do this all the time. I would not do this all the time, but with reasons I don't, because they were, they were, when I was in Portland, I met these people. And Jake doesn't have a lot of money, but he wants to do something special for Kate. This so is Sideburn gonna, not, Jake. So we're going to pass Jake. the, no, this is not Jake Adams. This is Sideburn Jake, and we're going to call his friend Kate. I think her birthday was yesterday. Did you, do you know the number? Mm-hmm. Calling right now. Okay, so put it on speaker, and then. I think we should pass it around if we talk. Or we'll make it quick. We'll take a break, and then we're going to come back and introduce you. Hey, so you we're, oh, yeah, thank you. We're right here? Okay. Like that. Like that? Okay. Oh, you can also plug it in. Hello. Hi. Is, uh, is Kate there? Uh, she just left this morning. Is it? Who am I speaking to? Todd Glass. <laughs> Wait, who's this? This is Jake. Jake, uh, 
Oh, Jake hey. Cyber and Jake. Cyber and Jake. Cyber and Jake. Hey. Cyber and Jake. Wait, Jake. It can be well, all milk. Hold on. So why? Where is she? I was. Oh, because you asked me. See, let me ask, let me tell you something, Jake. You emailed. Was her birthday yesterday? But, Jake, do you think you could email me the day? Now, by the way, you know I'm calling, so it's all in good faith here, good fun. Yeah, but yeah. you you email me the day of her birthday. Don't you think you give me, like, a week's notice? <laughs> uh, step I, it up, uh, buddy. I procrastinated. Do you think I read it? I was like, he, he – Too busy combing your sideburns. You think I – he just thinks I just sift through my emails all day. Like, come on, somebody's <laughs> got to be asking me. Well, I feel bad, so – I do. Sometimes <laughs> I do. Sometimes I do. Uh, so, but anyway, I got it a day late. But where? Why do you have her phone? Because they're fucking. Uh, her <laughs> phone actually got turned off, and that's why I gave you my number. And I was hoping that yesterday, at some point, when oh. you were out and about, you would just call randomly, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'd be like, oh, it's for you, I guess." Well, well, there is good off. news. There is good news. You can have her listen to this podcast, and she'll hear this whole call. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's nice, right? Yeah. I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Todd's got a podcast. He calls. Ooh, yeah. He calls people. You can download oh, it on iTunes. Yeah, he's an important yeah. member of the podcast community. Nerdist.com. Oh, Todd. <laughs> no, I was saying, hold on. That was beautiful. Look at you, Jake. Good timing. So here's dot Todd. Jake, right? Uh, 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 we we call you Sideburns, Jake. Well, listen, it, it's it it's um it's um obviously Kate's birthday, so we'll sing happy birthday to her, and you can play her this episode, and I think she'll appreciate it. Man, you are the coolest, Todd. Hey, and if if her phone can you hear can you hear me? Yeah. Because if her phone doesn't get turned on, just have people email Todd, and then he'll get back to her on his next podcast about any important messages oh, she shit. needs. <laughs> oh, you mean if she doesn't have her yeah, phone? Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have her phone. Just Todd will relay. <laughs> Uh, so people need to get in touch with her. In the meantime, Tom's right. What they would have to do <laughs> is email me, and then I'll mention it on the podcast, and she can keep her. Because I don't want her phone going down to, you know, I don't want her to hurt her life. Because we've all been there. Somehow the phone gets shut off. So we were going to keep Kate up and running. Right, right. That's the least you could do, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the least I could do, and that's why I picked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hang up on you, Jake. But we're gonna sing Happy Birthday to Kate, and then we're gonna uh, and then uh, we have to play the end part of this jingle. Oh, we never played. What was he? Oh yeah, we have to play the end part. Of, play the end part of this jingle. You just heard a nice call to someone who didn't expect it. All right, there we go. So anyway, Jake, good talking to you. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Call anytime. All right, have All a right. have a good night. You're a good man. Thank you, Todd. Bye. Thanks. Ah, right. oh, there you go. He's quick. Okay, ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to, to the girl. Happy you know, birthday. The guy with the sideburns. <coughs> Happy birthday to Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. April showers. Happy birthday, dear. Have Kate, I guess. That's it. Yeah, it's like. 
from sideburns. It can be on there. Sideburns. Happy birthday to Kate. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you shitting me? Happy birthday to you. Happy. Is this is this guitar on? I can't hear it. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Kate. Happy birthday. Dear Kate. Plus eight. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Jake loves Kate. Kate. That was beautiful. And we'll be back with Tom Martin's intro. Hey, ladies, any of you want to fuck Jake Adams? It's a glass show. A real fuck festival. All right, that's what you're spending my money on? I just thought it was necessary. Shut the fuck up. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Play that again. Play that again. You got to play that again. Play it again. Hey, ladies, any of you want to fuck Jake Adams? The Todd Glass Show. A real fuck festival. I'm for that, yeah. yeah You're welcome. Fuck Jake Adams. Sure, we took a break. Jake Adams. Adams. People know we took a break. We come back applauding. Why would we, we need know? a lottery for the ladies mm. who are going to respond to that? That Grease song got stuck in my head. I love it. You know, the Grease Lightning? Did you hear, did you hear that show? Yeah. This song here? Yeah. Gets... Well, you can't help but love this song, right? It's from right? Grease, right? Yes. <laughs> You like that song? If, if Grease did not have a song called Grease Lightning, it would have been a mistake. You're but, right. But Do luckily you, they... Uh, you think you know, this... West Side Story shouldn't have Grease Lightning in it. It should be Grease. That's just my opinion. Do you think that song is good, or do you like... This is another version. Tell me what you think of this. Thank you, Mark. Go Tom Martin, guessing on this episode. This is an interesting Go, song. Tom Go Tom Martin, man of the Tideglass show. Tom Martin, you gotta like this one. Gives us what he like when he goes to check his mic. His timing is the best. He's the first ever guest from Martin. Pop, 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 pop. Tom Martin, Tom Martin. Tom Martin, go Stop it. Stop. Stop it. No, no, no. I don't think that's good enough. You know, can I just say, I it's hard to have done more. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what was different of the two songs, but I liked the second one better. You don't think you're being biased? No. I, I, I mean, just off, just off the top of my head, I, 
they're very similar songs. Can I, I just be, like the second one. Let does. me be honest with you. Oh, do you ahead. feel that we could do more? Were you thinking? I just felt like it uh, was good. It was pretty good. But JJ definitely made it worth like you're okay now. It's definitely something. He but brought it to a five out of ten to six out of ten, and then Aristotle <laughs> seven. Thank you. And then Keith was faking I think the guitar. We can, I think we can do it again. Remember, I think let's 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 do it upright. Play would the it song kill from McFadden the to tap his toes a little. <laughs> just sitting there. Like a, was that a statue of Kyle McFadden? It's tough to tell from here. Like, uh, what did kill McFadden to tap his toes a little? Can I tell you something? You're, you're right. What are you sitting over there? I was just sensing it. I didn't even. Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Come on, just because I don't care if someone's having fun inside. Inside ain't helping me. I need their outside. Tap your little toes a little if, bit. If Jingle Joe is not appreciated by you motherfuckers, yes, we I'm going to be jingles. waiting in the alley behind Airdrome Street, and there's going to be fucking problems because McKinsey, <laughs> Joe McKenzie and I will fuck up any ten of you. Without the jingles, there's no show because I quit. Thank you. So we better keep this Joe McKenzie guy. Yeah. I've never met him, actually. <laughs> I, I try to change the bit completely. He, no, I never met him. Never we met. Jake's met him. Mc- Joe McKinsey, he yeah. reminds me of one of those guys who's session. like this pleasant musical teacher guy, but if you fought him, he would fuck you up. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm still as excited every time I get the songs. It's the best part of my day. Like I, oh, I, he's fantastic. I, I, I want to write him a song just because I love him so much. You know what? It wouldn't hurt if we did. Maybe right. we should get Lynn. Jamie, to write. Jamie if, write a song for me. How about if we get Pretend Lynn? it's me. I got it. I got it. We get Lynn to write Joe a song and Joe to write Lynn I a song. I pitched that two fucking years ago. I know. So I tell you the truth through George Carr, and I knew somebody did, but I didn't know it was you. <laughs> I tried that. I go, who could it have been? Maybe, maybe it was Ian Carmel. He won't hear the show. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's so true. I said to George Carlin, I knew somebody, I thought somebody. It would be a great idea. All right, let's do it again. Yeah. Go Tom Martin, guessing on this episode. Tom Martin, go Tom Martin. Go Tom Martin, back here on the Tideglass Show. Stop everything. Stop everything. Stop everything. Is there reverb in JJ's mic? Let me hear it. Talk. Can you talk into your mic? Don't play into it. Just talk into it. Hi, Todd. Wow. Thank you. God damn it. You, <laughs> <laughs> you think those knobs are for show? Aristotle goes, I'm a bo- Aristotle, 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 co-producer Aristotle, 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 I could sing. I, I do that. That's singing, technically. Well, I, I also mean, just remembered. Remember, uh, I remember for his Can you please? I can't hear my producer unless he's very close to the mic and sounds. Oh, he's so far away. Yeah. Joe and Lynn, um. There was there was that song jingle that one of them made. I don't remember who, but it was the the battle. Remember the battle hymn of the republic? <laughs> no, I th- oh I was there was uh, I don't. We never listened to the whole thing, but it starts, and then I said, "What if they fought to the death?" Oh yeah, oh, that's right. We never listened to the whole thing. You're right. There should be a thing like maybe where they yeah no, th- not th- they fight to the death, they jingle to the death. But I, I can swear. I said um, that, and then they made something. Oh, they and, did? And we, we played, like, the very beginning, but we never listened to the oh, whole Well, then, if you've got to remind it. me off the air to get that, because I think you're right. I remember something, but without specifics. It was a bam, 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 bam. Oh, it was to the Rocky thing. <laughs> look at, look at the, what a, Gabe's got a good ear. Oh, that's not Gabe. That's, that's, uh, Keith. that's Keith. Now, Gabe Keith. has a good ear, too, but that wasn't him playing. Friday night, 
Man, man. What, how's that? What, how's Rocky start? Listen, shh. come on. You're I from Philadelphia, you. I so even, you get it. Sure, I do. Where's Carl, the owner? Chill, chill, chill. He doesn't chill. know we're here. Yeah, yeah, you guys relax, relax. You guys, hey, everybody, chill. chill. You guys relax. Hold on, let Yo, me be say cool. something. Be cool. Carl, how good does that driveway look? It looks unbelievable. I, I couldn't stop looking at it. I like parked outside. I was just staring. It's beautiful. Anyway, all right. Oh, okay. I will. I will. That's great. It looks so good. Anyway, the owner's downstairs right now. We're the here driveway on Sunday. does look good. I know. So they re-blacktop outside the studio and clean white lines. It's all black. I was so excited because I found out they were doing it on Saturday. So Friday, I had the guy who cuts my, you know, just cuts my lawn, I guess, and, and chops the trees down. Um, he, uh, he, uh, I said, if I give you $50, do you have any extra time right now? He goes, yeah. So I brought him over here to Black Horse, and he... Weeded it all where there was weeds, cut them down, it blew out all the. He picked up the trash. Then they, it looks so good. It looks and, great. Right and now. then they come in Sunday. They came in Saturday. I did that on Friday because I knew they were going to do it. And they blacktopped everything. And then they next day they put nice clean lines. It's so clean. But because they were blacktopping the stu- the, the driveway out there. All the junk had to get thrown out. And the minute I heard that, I was uh-huh. like, you know, there's a tire there. There's an old box from they bought a radiator smushed under the – everything is gone. The three-legged chair. Yes, yes, thank you. Now, I'll keep it – I'll keep it up now. So, I, well, that was all gone, and I fantasized, oh, they were out there probably hating it, throwing crap out. Now it's just clean blacktop. Every corner is clean. All the – everything's nice. All the weeds are cut down. It looks so good. I'm loving it. <laughs> I feel better about myself. Can I tell you? I'm, to George Carlin, I'm being honest. So he's over here, and he's and the, and and his name is Pablo, and uh, he's like weed eating stuff. Of course, I, I think I'm gonna just drop. I'm gonna make him follow me from my house and show him what to do. Once I, I can't I can't leave. Once he starts, <laughs> I gotta be there picking extra shit out. I can't go. I did. I pulled away. I turned around. I came back. I stayed yeah. there the whole time with him because you gotta help a little, you know. So um, I sent him across the street because there were these trees across La Cienega Boulevard. I go, I can't look at the weeds around those trees. <laughs> so I'm like, where am I going to stop? What am I, a maniac? <laughs> hey, Jamie, don't think I don't see you looking at your phone. Oh, don't Jamie. think I don't see you, Jamie. I will catch you every oh, time. You're dead. Maybe he has a girlfriend. He's like, oh, no, shit, he does. Dude. Tom's yeah, daughter. I, I get it. Yeah, Tom's well. daughter, sure. It could be. Um. Oh, shit. Now we have to fight. Can I pause it? Do you know what my favorite part of that was? Huh. We all looked around the room to see if it was Rocky Jamie was playing it. No, we saw Jamie. Like, Jamie's not fucking doing it. Where the fuck is it coming from? Maybe it was the trumpet listen, player. I have a professional show to run, and I feel like I've, I've lost control a little. Oh. Who cares? I'm a lazy. I'm, lo- I'm, I'm, I'm like Rory Scovel. I just go with the flow. Well, Rory told me once, don't worry about where you were. Just go where you're going. Once in a while. I get it when you're on a certain shows. You have to remember where you were. There's an order. He goes, but you always try to find where you were lost. Just don't worry. There's no starting point. Just wherever you are, go from there. And this is the story I tell to try to remember where I was at because I really am bullshitting everybody. <laughs> I want to remember where I was at. All right, so listen. So we're going to play your intro again. Okay. See what I did? I, pull, I, I, I brought it right back. I brought, yeah. And this time I think what we're going to do, and I need you to explain to the audience what's going on. We can play it again. And by the way, this is the start of the show. I don't know what the fuck those other shows are doing, 
But this is it would be over twenty minutes ago for those shitty podcasts. Wrap it up, then download it. Three dollars, really? Because that's what I call the shit we leave in. Yeah. <laughs> the Todd Glass Show, voted number one by the Television Association of America. Shit. Television Association. Whoa. Now it's not the Podcasters Association anymore because we're doing a pilot on May third. Oh 3rd. my goodness. Sure, people are. Sh- they got those election ballots out quick, and and they're sure <laughs> response back. All right, so here we go. Obvious Let's do a little grease, Tom. Really? Hey, by the way, oh, pause it, pause it. If you break the drums, there's always a $100 prize for you. <laughs> now, don't do it where you're going to hurt your hands either. But if the, if, the, if the skins are the drums, is that what they call it? If they break ever, you get a $100 bonus. Ooh. Now, again, I don't, want you to, you don't want you to try to do it in an aggressive way. But what that says is play as hard as you're enjoying it. You don't stop because you might think it might break the uh, – and that's show business talk when I say skins. Okay, here we go. I won't stop it again. Here we go. That's the way you do a goddamn show. Tom Martin's our guest, everybody. Todd just sprayed an aerosol can at the... Wow, that scared uh, the shit out of me. It created a fire. We had a physics experiment going on. That did not... I was not expecting that. That was a great effect. All right, let's take a deep breath. Here's what happened. That was fantastic. So we had... Is everybody good? That was a perfect way to end the song. Yes! Can I have some calming guitar music, please? Just something nice in the background as I explain what just happened. Welcome to my world. Oh, the light turns red. I love it. So what happened was we were introducing Tom, and um, we had the fog, and I decided to spray the fog because I thought the candle in the middle of the table would give a nice fog aroma around you it. You scientists will be ahead of us. All right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't need a guitar. As soon as you did it, I did want it to happen again, so I did you spray it again. I saw Jake to George <laughs> Carlin come in with a vengeance behind me. So Todd creates the explosion with the aerosol can, and, Jay, and, like, and we all lean back. Jake leans in to spray it again. <laughs> and then by that time, the light was already out, but I did not expect it. Well, I'm a moron. I should not spray fog. <laughs> but who knew? Well, who no one knew anything. Sideburns, Jake. Yes, it's the Todd Glass Show, so let's cry Yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's a Todd Glass show, what? so let's cry into a sock. Play let's it again. Yes, it's the Todd Glass show, so let's cry into a sock. Now, Joe, uh, from the opening of the show, you said I'm preaching to the choir. Did you have – I didn't write you off. I'm being serious. I think there's a chance this guy, Joe, might go, you know what? 
I get what Todd's saying. He's right. Like, I get it, but I don't maybe realize it's as important as he does. So let me know, because, man, I will respect the fuck out of you if you know that I'm right. McKenzie's going to kick your ass, Joe. I'm We're going to fuck you up. Joe McKenzie is going to sing a jingle at you and then fuck you up. Not really. Is that the gang you're in? Pull, pull, come closer. I want to talk. All right. <laughs> Todd, right? Can I tell you? <laughs> you don't remember? <laughs> I feel like now I'm starting I'm the show. I'm thirsty as hell. Tom, that's what? the candle. Oh, it's the candle I was going to drink out of the candle. I the candle in a giant Todd, cup. do you want to take a break to relight that candle? I do. I do. Take a deep breath, everyone. And this is a deep breath that we're going to use to light oh. the candle. Oh, oh exhale. <laughs> Ah. Go Tom Martin, guesting on this episode. Tom Martin, go Tom Martin. Go Tom Martin, back here on the Todd Glass Show. Tom Martin, go Tom Martin. Oh, Coming back from break, could you, now, I told you, could, what if you, Drinking someone water? said, try to jam in it here in the beginning. Could you find places? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Play it from the beginning. And turn his mic way up. Go Tom Martin, guesting on this episode. Tom Martin, go Tom There are very wow. few songs that cannot be improved on by adding the words Tom Martin into them, you know? <laughs> Go Tom Martin. Do, do, do. God, it's fun. That trumpet is an amazing instrument, yeah. right? Yeah, it is. I'm going to learn to play. You should. How long did it take? <laughs> JJ just found that in the dumpster on the way here. Oh, wow. My manager is cool. He gets concerned. He says, Mitch... Don't use liquor as a crutch. I can't use liquor as a crutch because a crutch helps me walk. <laughs> <laughs> is there Mitch Hedberg as a robot? It's great, isn't it? Yeah. It shows you, though. You can't lose. You play the game. Is there another one? I find that a doc's opinion of me is very much influenced over whether or not I have bread. <laughs> now, who's the famous uh, uh, author that, uh, not author, but. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. No. <laughs> um, he is a, a brilliant Stephen writer. Hawkins. And he, Stephen Hawkins. That would be him if he was at a party repeating right. a. Like if he goes, <laughs> I was reaching. Like you didn't hear the first part and you just walked over and go, oh, I think he's telling someone a Mitch Hedberg joke he likes. You'd hear this. You'd I find that. that a doc's opinion of me is very much influenced over whether or not I have bread. That is that my is favorite, favorite Mitch Hedberg, Mitch Hedberg, Hedberg joke. joke. You know, what the other. He was trying the to steal Mitch Hedberg's act. Oh, he's I thought of it independently. <laughs> great minds think alike. Well, if anybody's great mind is going to think alike, and I, I would think that it would be him. So listen. I um, met him before. when oh, he, did, he came to the table read when he played himself at The Simpsons. And is that he, true? Oh, yeah. He was like, uh, I swear to George Carlin or whatever. He was there, and everybody <laughs> was like, uh, uh, you know, because usually you're used to people in show business, but we're not used to physics superstars. And everybody was just like, fucking Stephen Hawking's in the room. And, and, and I, I had one anchovy. 
That's why I didn't have two anchovies. <laughs> so wait, so he comes into the room, and what is the what is the so it's it's like there's like the president's here. Yes, basically, and he sat in because he played himself in an episode people, where Lisa goes to gets in Mensa, and then there's some riot, and he's like, uh, there's a funny scene where he's. His wheelchair has a boxing glove, and he punches someone, and then it has a helicopter blade, and he says, now it's time for this hawk to fly, and then he flies <laughs> around. <laughs> and do people, are there people talking back and forth to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as part, I mean, he didn't eat, have to be there. He could have duplicated it, but we wanted it to be him playing him, <laughs> and he liked it. His, I guess his kids were fans of the show, and he was really happy to do it. I had a paper route when I was a kid. I was a paper boy. I was supposed to go to 2,000 houses or two dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, how you doing? I'm doing good. What's been going on? Well, you know, just working. I got this important uh, internet cartoon that everyone's talking about. Oh, who's talking about it? Not everybody. You wouldn't know. It's important. <laughs> Todd doesn't know everybody? Or... Oh, somebody. It's just like, you know... I don't know where to start with you. I don't know what to do. I have so much. I'm so excited. Uh, but unfortunately, we do have some business to get out oh, of the way. We've got to go to uh, Jeannie Most, who is in our studio. Jeannie, what's... Uh... It was a crotch-grabbing, butt-slapping, <laughs> tongue-wagging, grinding performance, a story with legs, even if we can't show exactly what Miley Cyrus was doing through... Cut, cut. What Never. if it was a situation where they were thrown to Jeannie Most, but on a pre-recorded show, and you've got to hear it over and over again? <laughs> All right, okay, I got it, I got those... it. And I got it, I got it. I'll go, I'll go, we'll go clean, we'll go clean. And, and, but this is the, like in real life somewhere, there's like a morning show that has to go to Jeannie Most, but they pre-recorded at 5 to air at 6, and you would have to hear this over and over again because the first guy's getting it wrong. I got it, I got it, just a cleaner, quicker open. And now we go to Jeannie Most. It was a crotch-grabbing, butt-slapping, tongue-wagging, grinding performance. At Action 5, I get it, I'll do it again, I'll do it again, I'll do it again. I got it, I got it. Now live at five goes to Jeannie Most. It was a crotch-grabbing, butt-slapping, tongue-wagging, grinding performance, story with legs, even if we can't show exactly what Miley Cyrus was doing oh. through them. Never has one of those we're number one foam fingers been so manhandled. Now everyone's pointing the what? finger at Miley. The whole thing was no, cringeworthy. Just... Tongue out, and I, I think it's just a little desperate. Trying so hard. Just this side of onstage pornography. She was the target of tweets. It just watched that Miley Cyrus teddy bear Actually, performance, and I think I'm now legally required to put myself on some kind of registry. Her look was Whoa. mocked on YouTube. That's overreacting. Thumbs up, thumbs down on the Miley Cyrus performance. Oh, that foam finger. Yeah, it was a little awkward. Down. I think that she's trying too hard to be sexy. Trying to be way too old and too vulgar. When you sit there and watch with your granddaughter, who's 11 years old, and you got to be embarrassed. Well, you shouldn't be watching TV. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. You shouldn't watch TV with your 11-year-old. Who's watching TV? I'm in the middle. Oh, in the middle. Yeah. Very good. Here, here's, here's, pause it, pause it. Here's the problem with, with asking people questions like this. Because I think I'm going to, I think I'll answer one way and then, uh, but I will feel differently, obviously. Here's the problem with asking. The way someone that understands what it's like to probably be creative, and I'm not saying, I don't, I don't know that much about Miley Cyrus, but anybody, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have, done things like that did i did i think that was uh, great no no yes it looked like it was trying too hard but guess what 
Sometimes when people are trying to be different and do things, sometimes they make choices that they look back on 15 years later and they're like, ah, fuck, and they'll even they'll look at themselves. But then they do other things, but that same mindset and brilliance happens. Something really cool. So maybe that wasn't – even the show probably look back in five years and go like, eh, right? And then maybe she'll be like, that was something I wish I wouldn't have done or maybe that was – but along with that becomes just taking some chances and that one didn't go and something that was – but guess what? So, but you can't ask middle of fucking America – that was horrible. My daughter wouldn't have... All right, you wouldn't have had half the shit you liked by your own standards. You know what I mean? Like that guy that just said, I'm watching TV with my... He probably loves Dylan and Johnny Cash. He doesn't know all the shit they fucking did. Yeah. Because well, he was younger the, the and not as disillusioned that, then. That Miley Cyrus wanted was for people to be talking about it like this. So. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I don't think she... You, well, she yeah, that's a given. But I'm sure when years roll around, you know... Um, uh, that I you... think it was calculated, pretty much. Yeah. But, I mean, it was like I think the funny thing is this woman, what's her name? Most Jeannie Most. Most. Oh, the yeah. way like she exaggerated as if she couldn't. She would. She has to register as a sex offender because <laughs> something that was actually able to be aired on primetime television. Everyone kept showing the photo of Will Smith's family, aghast, reacting oh. to Miley's performance. Aghast. They can't believe what they're looking. At. How I mean, dare turns they? Turns out what they were looking at was Lady Gaga's performance, oh, not wait. Miley's. Now I'm confused. scratching. Miley's latex-clad bottom was compared to a chicken's. Her look oh. was compared to Jim Carrey's as a steroid-using female bodybuilder. In reaction, Miley tweeted out. My VMA performance had 306,000 tweets per minute. That's more than the blackout or Super Bowl. She also sent out a photo gesturing with her own upraised fingers rather than the foam one. <laughs> I think that five years ago, the satirical Onion News Network made this prediction. Most experts now agree that at current usage levels, Miley Cyrus will be drained dry of entertainment value by 2013. Well, it's now 2013, <laughs> but we are still getting a lot of entertainment value out of this performance. Be a little more classy. So, Miley, <laughs> let your bone dude? finger do the walking. <laughs> Try not to make it seem like street walking. Oh. Gimo, CNN. Can I tell you, I'm being too George Carlin. Hello? Why did she get out of her bits without car horn? I don't know. Because, because she's, she's in New York. Street she's in New York. She's in the street. People it's are real time. People real. are beeping. I, 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 I'd be too George Carlin. I'm a little paranoid in my answer, even though I think I know what I'm saying. I don't know if I expressed it. Is that, like, I don't know if, if Miley Cyrus will be around in 10 years. That's the question. No performer just wants to do things that are shocking. They'd also like to have shelf life, whether they're willing to admit it or not once they don't have shelf life. So I'm sure they can look back at their career and not just go, anything I did that got me attention was great. But they'll be... Miley, I, I'm going to slap your mom's face when I get home because there is no way... You sprang from these loins. That's what Billy Ray says. I'm uh, right here. <laughs> Shut uh, up. Shut up. You heard him say. No, I didn't hear it. Uh, was it independent? <laughs> Same time. I know everything I'm doing, and I want to keep this show very professional. So anyway, what I'm, what I'm talking about is Molly Cyrus. Uh-huh. It's... An- <laughs> new favorite thing is I Todd got- Jackie Gleason right now in this uh- these hotel sheets <laughs> why are you taking a sheet and putting it between two sheets that could sliver out in the middle of the night no I don't want to hear why I want to hear it stop it putting a disgusting ass touch sheet to a next customer <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I've never been so confused my entire life. Shut up. Shut the fuck up if you don't agree. Car wash, gentlemen. That's the real him. You should do. Jack, We're gonna let that breathe later in the show. Do ja- Jackie Gleason. Uh, yeah, it, maybe Joe Blankenship would be more on board with some of your issues if you did them as Jackie Gleason. So maybe I will do that. What? I don't understand what some of these some of my bitches don't understand. That a mentally challenged person would not want their being to be an adjective for negative. Now, I don't fucking understand what you want to understand about that. Makes me want to choke a motherfucker that died. What don't you get, you stupid sums of bitches? And I'm supposed to be calm about it? It's basic logic, you dumb fuck. Uh, J- Jackie Gleason, what would what would you think about the Michael Sam reaction when he was drafted? Listen here, you sons of stupid. People want to kiss people they love, and some people love people that you don't think they should. What the fuck don't you get about that? You goddamn stupid sons of bitches. Not everybody wants to kiss the same thing. What don't you get about that, you dumb piles of shit? Is that too fucking hard for you to realize that if some son of a bitch loves another son of a bitch, why do you give a fuck who the fuck it is? You dumb pile of vomit with shit on it. Wow, Jackie Gleason. What did you think of that? Is it powerful? Bring the music down. Oh, what's up, girl? Oh, my God. Oh my god, that scared me. Which one? Oh, oh the owner and By the way. What? Okay, the owner. Any of you want to fuck Jake Adams? <laughs> the Todd Glass Show. A real fuck festival. Okay, let me explain what's going on. So we're doing the show here Sunday. Usually there's nobody here, but the owner came in, I think, with his girlfriend, and I think yeah, he we're crazy up here now. <laughs> By the way, I feel like you guys, can I be honest? To George Carlin, I'm being honest. Hold on. I feel like like that was a funny premise, but I feel like once I did it. Like, it was either really funny or scary. And it should have been really funny, but I feel like I lost everybody. Like, I looked over at you, and I thought you were like... Well, I was trying to think of another question to ask you. Oh, I thought you were looking at me like it's not doing anything for you. Because I was like, you... I got tangled in a cord, so I had to get out of that cord. Well, see, I'm glad you all had uh, business going on. Coincidentally, you think that gets me out of feeling (laughs) like shit? I thought it was a funny tweet. Kyle's like, oh, I got my... You know, the truth is my... I was thinking I had to pee. And then I go over to Jamie. He's like, yeah, my headphones. I think they cut out for a second. (laughs) Oh, great. I feel fantastic. I'm pouring out my goddamn heart and soul and the collective energy of the room. And by the way, that's... When that listening audience will come to my defense, it'll be like, Todd, we love you to death, but it really wasn't that great. Or they're going to be like, no, those, that was a great moment. What? Can I say also what I was thinking of? Yes. Uh, when you were in that bit, you were like, kind of like moving this paper back and forth and just not thinking about it. I'm like, oh, wow, Todd's really in this bit. Yeah, because <laughs> I was thinking you. So, oh, because I didn't care about the straightness of the paper. Yeah, and also, yeah, you're just like, that's oh, what keeps you in it. You d- that's the way those people are going to need to be talked to a little bit. Yeah. You dumb son of a bitch. Anyway, but that's that. I'm glad that's out of the way. I'm going to listen to the show later, like I do sometimes, and I'll be getting back to all of you. <laughs> I'll be, I'm not going to, I'm not going to become too hard on you, but we know we record these shows. I think sometimes on this corner, listen, how you doing? I'm doing great, Todd. 
Can I, I got, tell you? Here's how <laughs> I that five-hour energy drink you gave me is just kicking in. Well, Tom, just talk with your regular voice. This is my regular voice. The thing about radio is you want to speak with a little more pronunciation five after the hour. Okay, this is when I'm catching you, and I'll be honest. We'll be right back with weather. No, you're not even listening to me anymore. You're just quoting old. Todd, when you're doing a radio broadcast in a blog or uh, a, a spoken blog, which is what a pl- podcast is, uh, you have <laughs> to respect it like radio. I know, but you can talk normal. Todd, I'm talking normal. People no, need to know what you're saying uh, six after the hour. Okay, all right, well, well sh- people want to know. I, I can trick them. Oh, fuck, the boss is here. Okay, we're going to here. Everybody, like, here. Oh, speak. God, just speak here. with oh, all God, your lips. Everybody just speak, but we don't. Yeah, don't yeah everything's cool, guys. Yeah. Know, Wait, just, what's... I mean, we're just doing a podcast, so. Is everything all right? No, he's fine. Carl! Well, I feel bad because I, you know, even when they're here, I would never scream like that. But I just figured there's nobody here I could scream. And then in walks Carl. I felt horrible. Todd, this is a dumb question. But I mean, does he, he know you do sure the podcast up here? He doesn't know I do the podcast See, that's up what here. I mean. That must be. He what does he think you're doing up here? You just, he invited you as a I guest just, one year. I just said, can I sit around with my friends with headphones and listen to music? <laughs> and listen to music. <laughs> so he just thinks we're listening to the music. That's cool. So, and then I said, by accident, a Ralph Cramden clip came on, and we were and we were talking along. <laughs> right, I, this bit, I lost myself. Okay, listen, <clears throat> I got a show to do, but first, I need to stop and take a deep breath. Is everybody okay? I'm good. How you, how you been? Seriously, to George Carlin. Well, I just like to George thing, Carlin. To George Carlin is the fact is I'm not going to the Emmy ceremony. <gasps> Nominated, and I'll probably win, but I'm not going to the ceremony. What are you getting nominated? Because the company that made the show. Hey, is this okay if we talk about it on the air? Oh, yeah, yeah. The company Soup to Nuts that makes the animation, uh, they went out of business, so they didn't buy any tickets. Is that true? Yeah. Soup to Nuts is an animation company in Boston that does the show. Oh, they went out of business. The can last... I be honest with you? Yeah. I don't know with a name like that how they went out of business. <laughs> Because it obviously was a lot of thought was put into well, it. Well, they did that. Name. They did that show. Um, no, so uh, Doctor actually... Katz was their. That first was a great thing. show. Yeah, yeah, they did a lot of stuff. Yeah. So uh, then Scholastic, the book company, bought them and drove them into the ground. Oh, that's a shame because the guts of that company were good. If they, did I know, Dr. but Katz. Scholastic's a book company, and they don't know how, they should just make books. They make more money off the uh, Harry Potter books in two minutes than they make off of anything in TV, and they don't understand TV. They thought. Boston was the, like Blake Wexler's business card, they thought Boston was the hub of show business. <laughs> Boston and Philadelphia. Yes, yes. So they opened up a big studio in Boston. Hey, what are you going to do? Right? Fail. You'll figure it out. La, la, la. La, la, la. La, 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 la. La, la, la. I'll just do it so you all know it. I'll tell you when I decide. Here we go. Keep just let's keep doing it until everybody knows it. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in the winter wonderland. Is that the word? Best looper in the business. Okay, I have a real show to do. Stop the music. Shut it off. Who is that? Why? Me, it's, I just found it on the internet. I don't know who <laughs> the fuck broads. it is. It's a couple broads with thick pantyhose. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's the truth. Well, you know how when they get to that, like the twin, the the, the Samson, twi- the the Simon sisters, and they're on the like those. What was the uh, yeah, Lawrence Welk? 
There you Pee-wee go. Pee Wee Herman show. Right. Well, oh, they were on Pee Wee Herman, but they were they were sort of. A, by the way, I don't dismiss that era, but it was a very like four fifty year old sisters would come out in short skirts and very thick like tan pantyhose. La 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 la, and they dance, and it was like the the, the Simpson sisters, and that was like a right. You know, but hey, that was a different time. Right. You know, it's okay. The Del Rubio I, triplets. The Del Rubio triplets. They're adorable. I don't take for granted they're not going to listen to this show. Why do I have to? I, I was listening to it. I, I isolated part of it because I thought it sounded good. But listen, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, when's the last time we talked? I want to prove because these other shows, and can I say this off the record, edit, edit this out. Yes. The other shows are getting a little nervous because they... Uh, I can turn off all the bells and whistles and just do a regular interview. Right. So they're like, okay, that's really, you know, now Todd, I guess he can do everything. Because they used to say, oh, Todd just did bells and whistles. Now people are like, I guess they haven't heard the show lately because in the middle, they're not playing any bells and they're not playing any whistles. It's just Todd talking to his guests. Mm -hmm. So they're like, shit. A lot of rivalry between the podcasts at the Nerdist Network. Well, a lot of shit talking. They're like, they're gunning for you. They want to be number one in the Podcaster Association of America. Well, they're jealous that they're not number one. Yeah. And I feel bad. I'd rather... The Todd Glass Show. Voted number one by the Podcasters Association of America. And that's true. You can't make that up. How's the family? The family's great. I'm what do you have, a daughter and a son? I have a daughter and a son. And what does your son do? Seriously. He's, a, he's a, the most macho guy in the world. He's a firefighter, a construction worker, and a farmer. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> Where does he live? He lives in uh, Boulder. And, uh, and he lives with his girlfriend, Yes, right? uh, Devin Fleiss, a lovely girl. She's going to be my daughter-in-law someday, oh, and I just love what's her. What's her name? Devin Fleiss. Devin Fleiss. Sounds yeah. like a movie star. She is. She could they, be if she wanted to. Do they listen to the show? Yes. Hi, Devin. Hi, Patrick. Now they're going <laughs> to. Just for that? I think we should give I them a I think they more. listen once in a while, because once in a while, they'll listen to all of them in a row, and then, like, they'll, like, then Devin will go, some of the things you said seemed inappropriate. But I bet they like this. <laughs> Devin and Patrick and 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 Devin and Patrick a solo from the trumpet Devin and Patrick and Devin and Patrick and Devin and Patrick and... Oh, that they fucking like you. Yeah, son. Yeah. You sons of bitches got a lot of nerve forwarding it to the part where we're saying your name. De- Devin is awesome. She's hilarious. She, like, is the best negotiator you've ever seen because she's so cute and adorable. And, like, I bought a car with my son, and she was there, too, and my... I've bought many cars in my life, being a grown man. Okay, okay. I'm not, uh, that's not why I bring it up. All right, all right. That's not the I've point of the story. I bought so many no, 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 cars. No. The point is I've oh, on negotiated the phone, Hold on. On the phone is Tom's accountant with the amount of cars. Hold on. Uh, yeah, is this Tom's accountant? Yes. Uh, this is... Um, um, oh, shit. He gets nervous with the sound effects. Just let him get his grip. Just let, him, let it breathe. Let it breathe. All right, that's cool. He gets nervous with the sound after the tone. He just gets nervous. He just gets a little nervous. He's good. He does a good job. Let him let him find it. He'll find it. We got it. He's young. He gets look at him. Look at him. He's so nervous. We squirted water in his face. Yeah, he gets nervous. He'll get it. You'll get it. That's okay. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're all good. 
He's got it. I don't know where the, the boat sound's coming from. That that was never even a phone sound. But, oh, horn sound. He's getting worse, I think. Okay. That's, that's what a nervous guy would look like. <laughs> By the way, I want people to know that are listening. We squirt water in his face now when we do that bit. And it looks Doesn't so great. All right, so listen. On the phone is Tom's accountant. It's Ira O'Reilly. Hey, move, move away so it sounds more like a phone. Okay. Ira. Yes, can you hear me on the phone? Yeah, Tom just. On? Yeah, Tom's. I don't hear it. Well, you can't because, oh, you have your headphones on. Tom was just mentioning that he bought a lot of cars yeah, in his lifetime, and I, yeah. you just called right in coincidentally. I'm going to need Tom to stop buying cars for a oh, while. Oh, he does buy a lot. Oh, lots of cars. He loves the Camry. He's got a, uh, he's got <laughs> 27 Camrys. He bought another Camry for $1,000. Hey, if you're driving more than a Camry, you're, you're showing off. You're just showing off. If you drive more off. than a Camry, you're showing off. <laughs> it's the thing is, the neighbors are complaining he's got a Camry parked in everyone's house. I, I told him he should just buy one car, but he just likes the idea of impressing his neighbors by having so many cars. Good talking to you. I've never had more of an interesting conversation. Okay, then let's continue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's get Tom back on to tell his funny story about Devin. Well, the problem is, and I can't explain why Tom can't talk to you. Okay. Well, I'll well I just, mean, they couldn't certainly overlap. It'd have to be very clever. The I'm going to they... cheat on his taxes right now. Just playing. I'm doing it by the book. Okay. All right. You know what I told my accountant once? And I don't mean to brag. Um, I said, I want an accountant. Let's say, like, you start creeping into doing things dishonest. Uh-huh. You creep That's into the one it. You creeping into yes. it. Yes. Creeping. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> If I can't razzle up a few fake buffet receipts, then what am I? Um, no, creeping into being sure. doing things illegal. Our own but, former but then, Treasury then, Secretary Tim Geithner cheated on his tax. But listen, but here's where I draw the line. And then if you go, you creep in, and then you start taking full footsteps in. No, 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 no. I don't mind you. if we cheat. Uh, do a little bit, like maybe. But I don't want to. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. A little bit. I'm not an angel, but I don't want to get in trouble. That's what I tell my accountant. And you know what he says to me? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a good? So is that good or bad? I don't know. I like. I can't, some things sound. This is truly Ursula eating. And I think the problem is some of our listener or one of our listeners thinks it sounds. You can't play it. It's disgusting. And I think when you know it's Ursula and she's just loving her a food bulldog. so much. Yeah, there's not as much food going into her mouth as you think. You think there's like gobs of food. Every time she gets three big kibbles, this is the sound she's making. She ate that way for 15 minutes. She just loves it so much. So I think you can't think and it's a gross sound. I think it's a just – and by the way, to George Carr, this is really my phone next to her bowl from her belt. She loves food. She's so happy. She doesn't even want to breathe. She'd prefer to eat. Yeah. But by the way, she's only eaten like 15 kibbles so far. Like big ones. She's just making that sound as she chews everyone up. She's not swallowing at whole. She's like... Well, that's because a bulldog has kind of a a short, smashed snout. (laughs) Oh, wait. That was actually my mom snoring. (laughs) She she visited. I put a... Okay, there we go. That's Ursula, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) 
We never got that far. I said you were to eat the phone. She saw the phone next to the bowl, and I think she started eyeing it up. <laughs> she was like, oh, here, I'll eat that. She's hey, so Tom, adorable. can you tell us a story about your past week, or you know, is there something that happened at your work this past week? Oh, sure. Well, I always love, hey, and I'm glad Jake always reminds you. I, lo- I lo- always love hearing stories about your life. Okay, well, sure. here's one I know you're going to love. You know, this guy, Jamie, over here, James Woodham, with the 10 billion Twitter followers. She says you got this here, Todd. Anyway, so we make an important television show. It's not on TV. It's not that kind of TV show. Those shows suck. Mm -hmm. Our show's on what you call the Internet. And uh, it's not on yet, but we're making 52 11-minute episodes. We got uh, James Adomian, Maria Bamford. We got Colin Hanks. We got, uh, I think, Jamie Woodham. And we write, what we do is we write... Uh, so, as if it's on TV, because so mm-hmm. these days, mm-hmm. you know, there's a fine line between it. having a TV show and an internet mm-hmm. show. Uh, <laughs> just, hey, <laughs> hey, wait oh, a second, God, Todd's asleep. Really How am I hearing Todd's so response? And Todd's asleep. He's he's Todd. Was that tell the honest, truth? That was, was that a recording? That was pre-recorded. You sounded fascinated well, by my story, well, and then of, I see you asleep right there. A lot of times on the show, when I have other things to do, we other things. That. You were sleeping. What do you mean? Well, no other things. I was taking a nap because I have to do a show after yours. I have another show. Talk. Yeah, guess what? This is when we need the bailouts because I, I. All right. Yeah. What do we gotta? What do we gotta? I, 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 I love that it's not a show. Listen, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Is there anything you want to ask me? Yes, Seriously, Todd. and I really will answer. Are you getting more handsome? <laughs> oh, Todd, here's one. Todd, exactly. uh, one thing I've been dying to ask for years now, I'm just going to ask it. We've all been wondering, Todd, are you, are you a model or are you a regular model or are you a supermodel? Seriously. <laughs> Do you remember that scene? What are they that was from In Todd's Coma. There was a scene where I was laying in the bed in a coma and my... I think at the time a friend of mine goes, I wonder what he's thinking. And then we cut to your fantasy. And then we cut to my fantasy, and it was me at a restaurant wearing a military outfit with tons of... No, no, you didn't see the military outfit. You were just eating. Oh, you were just a... eating. And oh, then right. uh, a couple comes up nervously like you're a celebrity, and they go, Todd, um, my husband thinks you're a... Not uh, Todd, just a, a model. Um, but I think you're a supermodel. Which is it? And they're waiting for you to answer. It's like, oh, I'm and just then I, like you. And then it, the camera widens and you reveal I'm wearing a military. No, no, you put the jacket on. You stood up regular. Oh, right. Put the jacket on while you're saying you're just a regular guy. Then you put on your military hat while you're saying all this. And then you put your arms up like Superman and, and then I, blast it off. And we put the effects of uh, jets coming out yeah. of your feet. Yeah, just, I go, I'm not a supermodel at all. I'm just a regular person like you and everybody else. I put the hat on and then I fly off into the air with, with, with like a rocket ship propeller. Pelsian. Yeah. Did I say that right? Yes, yes. They did it. it was expensive effects back in the 80s. I know. Well, it wasn't the 80s. No, it was it wasn't. 2007. Seven. 2007, yeah. That doesn't make it sound so sad. Um, <laughs> the 80s, I wouldn't, you know, stop talking about it already. <laughs> anyway, die already, these people that are born in the 80s. I was born 2015. I was born. I'm just a one-year-old. Yeah. No, <laughs> I have a, I have a social disorder. Oh. A social um, disorder made you seem older. And- Benjamin Glass. Okay, so listen. Um, Todd, did you get a trainer? Or do you work out on your own? What do you do? Honestly? Yeah. To George Carlin? Yeah. 
Then take the effect out of your voice. The one what you, effect? There's you, no fucking effect. No, it you're too George Carlin. It's a fine line between my radio voice and my regular voice. Well, I want to hear just a regular okay, Tom Martin regular to voice. Todd, did you get, do you work out with a trainer or do you work out on your own? It's still, there's really? something. Todd, do you work out? Nah, now you're just getting tired or tired. You're, now you're just, I didn't ask you to get droopy Well, as maybe you if I just do the stupid uh, radio voice, it'll. No, I can tell when you're talking to me. Well, I'm talking to you right now. I'm just asking Let a question. Let me say it. Hello? Tom, are you there? Yes, it's me. Todd, it's me. <laughs> Tom. Did you work out with a trainer? Oh, you are serious. See, yeah. Well, the thing is about that, and I hate to make a big deal about it. <laughs> Reminds me of just yesterday because I think I was there and I was... That's all I got for that bit, but it's worth doing it. Because it just is the fun part of it. Not thinking of a whole sket I got. I'd be in an improv troupe if I could take it longer than See, that. The reason you have to have a TV show is because you're so fucking vain that you'd work your ass off on you the would. trainer just oh. so you would look good on TV. Hey, if it wasn't for doing uh, if it wasn't for having to do television here and there, not that I'm bragging, but uh, I would be well, it I would seems kind of like yeah, a little uh, bit bragging, but that's all right. It keeps you thinner. Yeah. It keeps you thinner. It keeps yeah. you thinner. Keeps yeah. you thinner. I don't want to, you know, you see yourself, you can't lie. You know, you got to so uh, so that's why I've uh, lost 700 pounds this Wow. Week. Yeah, I can lose 700 pounds a day. That's a lot. Sure. Anybody can. If you look by my book <laughs> Listen, so let's do this, because sometimes I know what people need. Can we have, um, JJ, step up to, uh, no, 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 let's play uh, this in piano. Mm-hmm. Let's play this in piano. Join it's on not the verbal not cues the. if you want. I know how to give us a break. At some point, we're going to have to relieve the pressure of the girls lining up to fuck Jake outside. Oh, this is her long run. Hey, ladies. Any of you want to fuck Jake Adams? The Todd Glass Show. A real fuck festival. All right. Not now. Not now. Wow. This guy's just walking all over me tonight. Um, I mean, I feel like you told him to say it. You can take my reverb out. Now, listen. I'm just saying. I did, and people know, but I don't. Yeah, you had the point. I think you were going to do something. Here's what I want to do right now, and I'm, and that's why I'm in control. <laughs> because we're not going to be scared of silence. This is going to be the most relaxing show. And I think what I always do is when I get to a moment where breathe for a minute, letting the next bit happen naturally. I go to my paper and I start sweating. Hmm. No, we're in a room and we talk to each other, and we're not thinking of anything else but what's going on right now i don't need to get nervous and and by the way i'm serious actually so if something funny comes out of it i'm okay with that but i am serious that i want to be comfortable enough to just uh you know yawning seriously yawning isn't such a bad thing because it means you're comfortable enough to let something breathe do i want to be quiet for two minutes no but there's nothing wrong if we just five seconds here, ten seconds there. Just, you know, do, when, we're, when we're together and we're hanging out, if there's a five-second gap, do we freak out? 825. Well, 25 past the exactly hour. exactly what I didn't want to It's like do. he's going right into it. Seems like you're going right 70 into degrees. It's going to be 72 tomorrow. Night. High of 72. Low of 65. Night class he took at UCLA. Would you like to hear a song I wrote for you? Sure. And we do have the triangle now. You to, can you, JJ, can you double up on triangle? Well, no, I'd rather you do this. It's really a two-handed instrument. Or is he going to play the triangle with his dick well, or something? Can you do the, hey. uh, can, do, you, do you have the, uh, do you have the uh, thing for the triangle? Uh, uh, cr- hey, I'll tell you. That's for Tom Martin. I'll tell you. 
I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you. I forgot what I was going to tell you. <laughs> Tom, yes, little something happened since the last time I saw you. Probably good. I, I learned that if I put enough reverb yeah. in my voice, I can sing. All I gotta do is when the, the guitar fades out. Where'd the stick go? What happened to the triangle stick? Wow, this is embarrassing. There's a metal stick. What do you call it in the biz? Can I have that? Please, the metal actually? stick. Can you hand me the triangle? Please. Todd, you think you could just play the triangle? Are you well, fucking kidding me? What, yeah. Well, it's not that hard. What? You got triangle lessons? Thank you. You all right, JJ? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be embarrassing. You think you just pick up the triangle and play it like a trained triangle player? i tell you something I learned recently. I guess I can sing. <laughs> That's it? That's the end of your triangle play? No, I got bored of the bit. Why? I think it was going somewhere. No. I'm not sh- Todd, can I say something? I don't even need the music. But here's where I thought you were going. I thought you were going to say something incongruous with the mood of the music. Like, for example, you could say whatever the fuck you want when this music is playing. Like, I thought There's no you music were playing. Say, you mean reverb? Yeah, well, reverb. But when you were playing with that music, like I thought, like you know, you could say whatever you want. What's this, incongruent mean? I mean, it doesn't match up. Like you, you know, like this is kind of mellow. Did and, you ever use a word that you didn't? You just learned, but you learn it like you oh, constantly. Use it so bad. I, I say a word, and I go, "Wow, I didn't even know the meaning of that word." What's your new favorite? Do you have a new favorite word? Because well, I can no, tell it's you, incongruous. I did. Where did I pull that? I shit know. Out I like that one. Mine was g- not really a word, but a game changer. I got. I can't stop saying game changer. Oh, that's a good one. Oh yeah, where'd you learn that from? From Jake. And I love it because you know when I learned it from Jake, we were getting a burrito at the burrito truck, and I don't mean to name drop, but uh, that's what I do when a joke doesn't get a laugh. (laughs) Um, And uh, and then I said twice grill it, twice grill it, twice grill it. Spybacht. Yeah. By the way, what's that mean? That's German for twice baked. It's a type of potato. Sorry. Twice baked mashed potatoes. Yeah. Involves juice. You ever have seven? You ever have? <laughs> you ever have seven baked mashed potatoes? No, that's too many. Six is tops. I made seven. My mom used to make seven baked mashed potatoes. Wow. She'd make a ma- take a mashed potato. She'd mash it, uh-huh. put it back inside it. She'd bake that, cut it in half, mash it, put it inside of that. Uh-huh. She'd cut it again, mush it up, put it inside of another one. Right. She'd bake that, put that inside of another one, mash it up, bake it up, and then put it inside of another one. Wow. And she'd slice that down the middle, split it up, and that was. Si- Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new. Dump cake cookbook. Forget dump, you measuring. Like this? Now Forget you can it. easily make homemade desserts in Who minutes. gives a shit? It's Forget a measuring, dump right, Tom? Dump right. Delicious desserts every time. Who is Guaranteed. This? Watch this. Start with fruit. Oh, pause on your favorite. Go on YouTube and see if there is a dump cookbook, too, that's not a bakery book. Because we have never played that. Have you been listening at all to the dump? I can't. I love that every week I find something new about it. Every every week now visually uh, on the shelf that well it's a new shelf episode with Graham which we're gonna play he we visually watch it uh-huh. and he found things on it that are amazing anything Steve Harvey with Kathy Mitchell really mm-hmm. oh let's hear it 
everybody in time for just one more thing. Oh, they gave it a jingle. Back in 1989, when she was showing off her snack master grill, well, she got a, then, she got arrested she for that. In all fairness, disgusting. Check out Kathy Mitchell. I love. Hi, her. Kathy Mitchell here with pasta and more. I'm going to show you how to make your life easier with the incredible new flat fold colander. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new dump cake cookbook. <laughs> Forget measuring. Now you can easily make homemade desserts in minutes. It's as simple as dump and bake for delicious desserts every time, guaranteed. Well, folks, please welcome back the woman who brought back the dump cake, Kathy Mitchell. <laughs> Pause it. I really want to listen to this because I'll tell you what, like, I'm, and I'm being totally serious to George Carlin. You know, you do have to, you know, like, the love The man her. who brought back yep, the, the dumb podcast. Yep. <laughs> Please welcome him. I, I, I would love to have a chain of dumb podcasts. Do what I do. I just give them, like, it's an easy, just dump in jingles and, <laughs> and have non-sequitur sentences. It's the dump podcast. You don't need to be professional with the Todd Glass dump podcast. You just get someone to play annoying sound effects while the other guy says, wrap it up. Um <laughs> So, so, but you got to love her because I know what these people were. They were at state fairs and they had a product that they were barking. And those people are, it is, it's just, it's, I, I love watching it because there's a part of me that it's a little cheesy, but there's also a part that I admire the, this, 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 it works. They're doing these techniques because they work. They work. And you know what? Uh, What if I told you? Can I tell you? I don't think the products, sometimes they're actually not that bad. You know, some of the slicers, I don't care. It's worth the show you got. If you buy that thing and you get it home and it's a piece of shit, guess what? Which it usually, I don't think it always is. If it is, so what? You got that demonstration and that was worth what you paid. That's the way I look at it. Because a lot of the hype people listen to the show and they're like, thank you, Todd. So I really want to hear, I hope he interviews her. I don't know if he's going to, but like, you know, where'd you, where'd you come from? How did you start doing infomercials? Like, you know, and now she had a great living. They, she was at a fair, not making a lot of money. Let me tell you something. Now... She's had a good living. She, her life. Making she's, the dump cake. Not only the dump cake. You serious? You think no, that's I, her whole body of work? I don't know the rest of her work. Well, didn't you see the? you see Didn't you see the piece that the Steve Harvey show rolled in? Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't see it. it well, maybe should we play? Should, she had dump pasta. She had dump pasta. Well, I don't think it was dump pasta, but she had another you, thing. She's had a lot of products over the years. Huh. Dom, are you listening? No, I, yeah, I just didn't know of her. I don't eat. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have eaten. It's not every day, all the time. I don't eat. <laughs> you get, I don't know why. I don't eat. You, you, know, you feel bad. It's that way I'm off the hook. Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't have been paying attention. He doesn't eat. I don't eat, and you guys know it. Ask Jamie. He'll be the first <laughs> Jamie, to tell, tell him you. I don't eat. Tell him. <laughs> See? Here we go. Let's talk about. Let's hear about Kathy Mitchell. They're, they're rolling in a package piece, as they call, on the uh, Which Steve Which one's Harvey Kathy show. Mitchell? <laughs> 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 Thank <laughs> Jesus, what's that, a dump drum roll? <laughs> Hours of me searching for jingles. Now, that was a good one. Just done that. Okay, here we go. That was good. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with Pasta and More. I'm going to show you how to make she your was life sexy. easier. With yeah. the incredible new flat fold colander. Hi, Kathy Mitchell here with my new dump cake cookbook. Forget measuring. Forget now it. Now you can easily make homemade desserts in minutes. It's as minutes. simple as dump and bake for delicious desserts every time. Guaranteed. Mm. 
feel like that accent is almost gone now, that era of welcome, people who talk that Please way. welcome back the woman who brought back the dope cake, <laughs> Kathy Mitchell. Look, she's adorable. Yeah, you got to love her. Well, Kathy, what, what gave you the idea to Let do a breathe. dunk cake cookbook? Well, you know, dunk cakes, when I was about 10 years old, kind of made their first appearance. And I was fascinated because, by all rights, they shouldn't work. It's not like making a cake. It's so easy just dumping stuff in a pan. And I mean, That's really all it is? It's, it's, I tell you, it's just dumping stuff in there. Any, anybody can do it. Any fool can make a dump cake. You don't mix it? <laughs> now, Kathy, oh, uh, you got a dump cake to show us. I do indeed. This is my version of a uh, holiday fruit cake. And Ooh. it includes chocolate, which I understand you are a chocolate lover. I, I love chocolate. All yes, right. ma'am. See, I know the yes, way to a man's heart. Watch yourself. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you're going to take your pan, your cake pan, and this is just a can of cherry pie filling. And I've got some cherries here. These are uh, these are just canned cherries. I drained off the juice. I'm going to dump those yeah, in, too. Sure you oh, you put cherry pie, cherry pie filling and then just cherries. Right. Now we're going to dump a chocolate cake mix in here. And I don't want you to do any mixing. I just right. want you to dump it in there on top. That would work. You ain't going to stir it up or nothing. Well, That's I'm going to spread it kind of flat. I'm going to take a fork and just kind of, you know, even it out. There. Oh, there's the liquid. Cherry Coke. Cherry Cola. Cherry Cola. Oh, dump yeah. a can of soda. What, what you do with that? I'm going to pour it on top. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> now, think about this, ladies. What? There's no fat in this cake. Oh, I... What there's about no the guys? eggs. There's no oil. Guys can be fat pigs. That's it. <laughs> now you're going to cover that with a piece of foil and stick it in the oven. Oh, oh, okay. I, th- ba- I thought you were saying oh, that was it. No. I was going. We are going to bake. Pause this. Oh, I want to amend what I just said. It's so funny because she's, you know, an older lady that that I, I will never get tired of how social progression happens. That's just like a teeny little thing. Right. And in, from her ear, that's true. Like, ladies, right. you got to watch your figure. What, guys, no. Like, a guy don't. A guy is a guy. He drinks beer and he comes home and the fucking. Pays no interest in his looks. Yeah, no. But the so ladies. He's skinny as his wife. You got to capture one of those guys, so you got to worry about it. But there's another thing that's changed, too. It's the idea that uh, fats are the problem when, in fact, it's carbs that are the problem. So there's, like, different things. She is also 20 years behind in nutrition. Right. Well, you know what, though? But I love her. And by the way, all she's really talking about is a lot of the recipes I, you know, do. You just add stuff to pre-existing things. Uh, it is fascinating. I've got to yeah, say. I At know. first, I thought it was stupid. Then I'm like, how the fuck does that work? Yeah. Let's, let's like... watch some more of her. Let it breathe. And here, and through the magic of television, here it is done. It does look good, in all fairness. So it mixes itself? Oh, just, of course it does. Come on. A plate? Yeah, let's pretend like we're okay. fancy. Civilized. Yeah. <laughs> And a ketchup piece of it here. Looks like, uh, you want a little whipped cream on that? Uh-uh. No, I don't like, No, you're going to have it plain, huh? No, I don't eat whipped cream. Really? Mm-mm. I work with whipped cream. What's he mean by that? <laughs> Is he a stripper? <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Oh, that right. might mean something. Watch yourself, Miss Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> that must be his catchphrase, watch yourself. <laughs> oh, it's good. He's, he's eating Whoa. it. It's good. That's pretty good. It's darker. Now, this is Lionel Richie. No, Steve Harvey. Oh. Miss Mitchell, pause. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> that off. Hey, Lionel Richie's good. No, it's not. It's. Uh, you took a course. You know, a comedian, Wid, used to say his brother used to wear a scratchy sweater. 
Lionel Richie's brother, and they called him Lionel Itchy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he made that up or not, but why don't we just let this clip roll? <sighs> I want to know why Steve isn't like, Is that- why would you, why dump? Yeah, why not? Why, you know, it? like, why isn't he like, what's up with the dump? Yeah, yeah why did, is it better to not? Well, no, he's saying you would go, look, not to make a childish joke, but did, does the word dump, did you ever think that's not a good idea because you're talking? Maybe we're the only ones thinking about it. No, I, I think. No. Dump. Kathy Mitchell went on Mark Maron. Why not mix it? What is Kathy Mitchell went on Mark Maron. She talked about why she dumps cake. (laughs) (laughs) He had an in-depth interview all about why she started. No, no. I think that um, they probably know, but I don't. I want to know. I you're right, Aristotle. I want to hear her talk about it. I want to go. You know, it's a little weird to talk about. I'd ask her that about the dump. Is that something you guys know about? And I've said this before. It's like that uh, meat company over in Culver City and on the trucks that says we don't beat our meat. They have to know that's like a jerk-off joke on, their, on. on their trucks. And, or do they not For know? Sure. I, I don't mean, know yeah, the answer. No, I wouldn't. They do. They, do. Uh, they got to. Okay, so I you say 100%? Yeah, and also is that for a meat company where people actually don't beat their meat? Is that part of the process? Right. There is no, no beating it says of the, you, says you can't, be, you can't beat our meat on the side of their trucks. Oh, I see. So they're saying their meat is better. But you there could, are those who could also see and a, a double of a dick on the side of their trucks. <laughs> so yeah, the truck drivers. Yeah, of course. There's a big. Uh, there's a big Dildo? penis on the side <laughs> of the trucks, right near the quote. All right, listen. Uh, you know, people, audience members will make their own decision. Well, I think the parenthetical thing under the sign that says, like, full on, we get that we're also making a reference to masturbation, and they, it, to me, like, they didn't even need to put that on the truck, but they did. So you got it. You got. <laughs> Tom, we don't. You can't beat our meat. To, to George Carlin. Yes, right. You know, I always save that for important times. Do you think they know? Yes. They, <laughs> of course they know. <laughs> I didn't need to be yelled at. Now, listen, I've never done this on the show before. What's going on? Oh, yeah, Steve Harvey. Let's finish up this Kathy Mitchell interview. Thank you. By the way, Aristotle doing a job like a producer should do. He got me back on track. Why does he get a white microphone that's all fancy? Because he's that's Engelbert Humperdinck's microphone. Oh. Sure, right. from his last tour. Shouldn't I swear to God? Of course I swear to God. Oh, that's real. May the good Lord watch over me and make sure I never Quit tell... Quit preaching f- to the choir and right, watch. What well, God? Okay, let's hear, let's, hear, uh, let's hear Steve Harvey. I like Ellie's flirting with her a little bit. Yeah, twice he Will you be my Talk. girlfriend? Oh. <laughs> Three times. Is that Damn. Okay? That's all it takes. I thought we were pretty. Oh, my God, she is with home. That's home. hilarious. Look at her. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, now they're doing it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, they're Chris fucking. Chris wants you all to be able to make her dump cakes on your own. That's why everybody in the audience Shut is up. going home with her ass seen on TV cookbook. How can they afford that? Oh, shit. They're all getting a dump. No, they didn't. Thank you very much, Miss Kathy. She's adorable. Okay, turn this off. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. All right, don't put the plug on. Come on. You got to interrupt Kathy Mitchell with your TV. You already have a TV show. You don't got to. At Jay Widow. I told this story. (laughs) (laughs) I told this story in my book, so I don't want to retell it, but I will. But he, uh, I no, mean, I, I will. Kathy Mitchell? Well, I want to. It's not about Kathy Mitchell. It's a, uh, say that again. Yeah, I hooked up with Kathy. About timing, I so. hooked up with Kathy Mitchell. She was the one who gave me that blowjob. She was the, the one. She gave me a dump blowjob. <laughs> 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 
I never wanted to tell. Thank you, Aristotle. That's good if you like the, the guy on the drums to not be in rhythm with the joke. Here's Aristotle's a drummer. I love it. Imagine if you had a drummer with you so long that he's so old that when you do a joke, he's got to get up and get his drums. He's got to warm so it's up. Like, so it's like this. He's got arthritis. So Rodney in his day would do the same thing. If your drummer was like, your drummer's 92, but you don't want to let him go. I'll tell you, my wife, she's not too smart. You know, she can't cook too well. I caught a fly the other day fixing our screen door. I'll tell you, you know, my son, my wife, she's not too bright. She hit a deer. It was in the zoo. (laughs) She said it wasn't her fault. She beeped. (laughs) There's something so funny about that. Your poor drummer, because he takes naps and then he hears the joke. Meanwhile, the trumpet guy hits him on the shoulder and then he gets up, you know. I like that Rodney is just so like. That's not Rodney we're talking about. We're talking about his band. Right, but Rodney can't fire him. Well, they don't want to. You should have seen Aristotle's face when he was doing that. He was, he he was, was really take, in character. Really he was in like character. He was in character. I liked it. Um, okay, listen. Um, play this thing because I don't know what it is. Engelbert. Engelbert I have. I hope it's a visual. By the way, Steve, uh, Kathy Mitchell was great on Steve Harvey. Yeah, she was great. What is it? Mark Maron should interview her. I think it would be interesting if Mark Maron interviewed people outside of his comfort zone. I thought I was a detective. Oh, yeah, this is, this is funny. Everything what? is... Uh, pause it for one. Everything is social. Everything becomes social to me. So this is Engelbert Humperdinck, and he has a joke that's... It's, it's, it's not a, uh, a mean-spirited joke in the time, but it involves rape. And it's because when people didn't know... like. You know, when when everyone's forced to hide their feelings, obviously, then people don't ever get to hear what that must feel like because people just go, shh, it happened, it was bad, it was dirty, and no one knows. But as people learn and you, you, you never know, you always know it can't be good, but you have no idea until people are talking about it and what that experience is like. So at that time, this joke was all right. Now, not only do I think it's – yes, there can be something twisted funny that uh, – you know, it's a weird joke to tell, but not in the time uh, that he launches into his song right afterwards. <laughs> that, <laughs> like, hey, no, yeah, like, watch yeah. this. So watch this. This is, this is uh, okay, so here, here, he's doing the joke about, you know, he's like, taking a break, and he's, okay, here we go. Hey, this is my favorite. This lady came running after me, shouting, I've been roped. I've been roped. I've been roped? Roped. I've been roped. She must have thought I was a detective. <laughs> so I said, lady. I said, uh, lady. I said, a lady, why? I said, don't you mean you've been raped? She says, no, the idiot only tied me up. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Won't you come on in? That's right. Miracles, I guess. Miracles, I guess. Yes, everybody, welcome to my world. Where where the lady thought she was raped, but she was roped. Come on, step step inside my heart. Girls are just crying in the audience. Leave your cares behind. Play it again. Uh, So anyway. That is fascinating. We should do that like, uh, so play the um, Welcome to My World karaoke. Do we have that? Can we hear, let me hear a little bit of that, see if we can come in with it. It's not actually the, the – it doesn't seem like the actual You think I overreacted? No, no, the believable behavior. Like a lot of times I think that she would have said that she was assaulted. She wouldn't have said – it would be confusing for her to report it in such a way. Like I'm roped. I'm roped. 
she, I don't think she would do it that way. So she, he lost me early on in the show. <laughs> yeah, because in real life, uh, look, I don't want to make light of what we're saying we shouldn't make light of. The, the, the technicality, God forbid that would happen, uh, she would just be glad to be alive. She wouldn't go, that idiot, all he did, he the, hey, the stupid guy didn't rape me. Right. He's so stupid, all he did was he tie just, me up. Hey, moron, you forgot to assault to well, violate it, me sexually. It shows a lack of ability to put herself in... So- I know she's in a traumatic situation, but it shows a lack of ability to put herself in the listener's shoes to understand how that must sound to say I've been roped. You know, because now that You person- wouldn't say roped. No, because now he's got to go, roped? What do you mean? Like a lasso? <laughs> but she should have just come out and said, I've been assaulted. Can you help me? Right. Then there wouldn't have been this confusion. Well, and I think in real life, that's what would have happened. That's why I doubt this joke. Because first of all, Engelbert, they love him so much that the fact that he can do... Who's the person he's doing? I've been roped. I've been roped. Who's that detective from old movies? Oh, right, right, right. The Kevin Pollack guy. No. No, but no. Kevin Pollack imitates him. He imitates him? Yeah. Oh, you're right. He does. Um, uh, Columbo. Just, Columbo. Freddie okay, Prince Jr. So uh, <laughs> he guesses that every time, <laughs> by the way. Today was the first time I realized. <laughs> um, I mean, I've heard him do that five times, but they went, oh, every time it's Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> Who was that? No, they invented the, the knitting. They invented the knitting needle. Remember the knitting needle? Who was that? It was the, she invented the knitting needle. Freddie Prince Jr.? Wow. <laughs> okay, so listen. So let me, let me, I have a show to do. I'm, I'm professional. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking that's about... The, that's the unprofessional. Uh, the rape joke. The okay. roped joke. So anyway, so anyway um, the fact that he can do anything, do an impersonation, they love it. They're like, they're just applauding because he's telling... He's, he just got done singing a song. He's exhausted. So he does a little banter with the audience. He's not good at comedy. He repeats his punchlines. Yeah, but what... I, wasn't that joke just that this girl wanted to actually be raped and she was only Yes, roped? that's what I'm saying. That she was the idiot. Okay, it sorry. doesn't make sense. No, there's no way someone would go, God forbid. So, I'm going to repeat what I just said. Somebody breaks into somebody's house. They tie them up. They think the worst thing in the world is going to happen. Hey, look, getting tied up is uh, – that traumatic. would freak me out. Seriously, that, my life would never be the same. God forbid that happened. But I think – and you think on top of that you're going to be sexually insulted, and then it doesn't happen. I don't think your first thing to do is run down the hallway and go, this idiot, uh, all he did was tie me up. So this joke is just nowhere comedically does it have any legs. And after that, launches into, well, play it again. As, you know, Hey, afterwards, he just thinks, here's a perfect time to say, come inside this thing that I've created. Go ahead, you can play it. This is my favorite. This is his this favorite. This lady came running after me shouting... I've been roped. Personalized. I've been roped. I've been roped. He, and he may, oh, by the way, pause it. This never happened to him. So I don't know why he's taking an old joke and trying to go. Where was he at? In the hallway of the MGM Grand? Yeah, at the hallway of the MGM Grand. This man will help me. I'll run up to him. There's phones. People have cell phones. They don't run into the hallway. Well, this did happen in the 80s. But um, So play it again. And then right after this, okay, he thinks... By the way, a lot of people work on this show. When does he launch into his uh, song where he exp- come on into my universe that I've created? Oh, do it right after the uh, the rape joke. <laughs> no, that's not a, that. That sounds silly because it's so absurd. That's thought of. There's road people. There's right. managers, producers. No one come. They go come to Engelbert. Maybe that's not the best time. That joke. No, it is a good. T- this is my favorite. This lady came running after me, shouting, "I've been roped." I've been roped. I've been roped. She must have thought I was a detective. Oh, so I said, lady. I said, uh, lady. I said, lady, why? 
I said, don't you mean you've been raped? She says, no, the idiot only tied me up. Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? Miracles, I guess, still happen now and then. Step into my heart. What could be more beautiful than this? Leave your cares behind. Look at one one letter different. Like raped and broke. Like this guy, he came running up to me, and he said, "I've been shot. I've been shot." Like, what do you mean? You're not bleeding? Well, he only shot me, uh, but then I shit my pants. Ah, welcome to my world. Oh, wait, hey, this guy on. came up to hold me on, and he I said, I have this. a hot. Hold on. Hold on. I have a hot. Top, what do top. you mean? Don't you mean that thing on your head? <laughs> like, no, it's not a hot. It's a hat. Ah, welcome to my world. Hold on. We can do exactly that. So here's what we do. Just give me, like if a guy was on stage, you know, and he was had a little vamping, there'd always be the band in the back vamping a little bit. So give me, give me a little bit of that in the back, maybe a little bit on the drums. You know, here we go. Okay. Oh, Jesus. No, stop, stop, It's not part of anything. It's just so much. Okay, it's cool. It's not even a big deal. So can you do it without doing that? That's how you start if you don't know how to start. Okay, Jake, you got to be nice, man. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm not sorry to quote Tech 9. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry. You're fine. No one's going to... He gets it now, and that's okay. You know what? I remember the first time a gentleman sitting across from me, his name was Tom Martin. Remember the first podcast we did? Yeah, sure I do. We got a little bit uncomfortable sometimes. Yes. So anyway, I think he gets it now. You just lead in with the song. You don't do a one and a two, okay? Here we go. Let's go. Okay, go ahead. Right. He did it. He did it, Todd. You didn't get it. That's good. That's good. A little vamping. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. No, I didn't hear it. Just do it. Do it again. Hurry up. Do it. Do it. Okay, a little bit. Well, maybe you can Photoshop that out. Bump, 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 bump. See, you know what? Everyone thinks I'm crazy, but then when when this rhythm comes in, before it didn't make sense, I'll be honest. I'll be like, well, what's Todd talking about? But now, can you picture a guy walking around the stage? He just did a big number. Now he's slowing down. He's talking to the crowd a little bit. That's what his band does fucking behind him. That's what they do every night. Engelbert. Yeah. Right. So then... uh Hey, uh, here's another one of my favorite ones. Uh, uh, I gotta love this one. So this uh, this lady comes running up to me and she says, "Help me, help me! I've been moldered, I've been moldered, I've been moldered." And I said, "Don't you mean you've been murdered?" And she said, "No, he was too dumb. He did it. He he only talked about the X Files." Welcome to my world. Another joke happened. Now let's go do it again. Give me. Okay, I got another one. I know you want to hear me sing. Hold on, hold on. I want to make sure the band. I don't hear. Now you picture it. All right. I know you came to hear me sing my songs, but these jokes are so great that involve one letter changing. So this this lady comes up to me and she's been. She says, "Engelbert, help me. I've been ribbed. I've been ribbed. I've been ribbed. I've been ribbed." Don't you mean you've been robbed? 
No, he's such an idiot, he took my rib. So in a sense, I was both robbed and ribbed. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Won't you come on in? Do it again, do it again. And I got another one. Hey, forget my songs. I'm so funny. I, I know that you like my, my jokes where one word changes, one letter changes. So I'm going to give you another one. It's one of my favorite. So this lady comes rumming up to me and she says, I've been, I've been, uh, Punned over. I've been punned over. Same I've been times. punned over. Punned over. I said, don't you mean you've been runned over? And I said, no. Ah, this idiot wouldn't stop doing jokes that were wordplay. I wish I was runned over. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Notice one letter was different. Won't you come? That's why it's funny. <laughs> You anymore? Can you see if Jamie over there can write you another Jamie one? Jamie would have wrote those. Hold on. Is they're so silly, but I love it. I Got want another one more. Jamie. Come on, Jamie. We'll even take a break. You don't have to do it. Bump, boom, 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 boom. Can I ask you a question right now? We're coming with the guitar a little bit. Boom, 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 boom. That seems like what you need in the background. Because a guy of this magnitude, now you picture a big band behind him. When the instruments die down, now he's not on stage walking around with a fucking fiddle fucking in the background. He's got at least some trumpet. He's got at least a drummer. He's got a guitar and maybe 15 other instruments. So when the music fades, I can't imagine the bit. I just picture a schmuck on stage. But this guy, when he talks, here's what happens in the background. Because he's important. And then the trumpet comes in. And you know, like, this is what he's he's valued to talk over. I got it. There's another one of my favorite ones. So uh, a lot of crimes uh, are differenced by one by one word, one letter. So this lady comes running up to me and she goes, help me. I've been spit by pitch. I've been spit by pitch. I've been spit by pitch. I said, don't you mean you've been hit by pitch? I said, no, this pitcher was chewing so much tobacco, he just spit all over me before he even threw the ball at my at-bat. Welcome to my Spit and hit. One letter different. <laughs> well, that's Won't funny. Won't you come on? <laughs> Miracles I gave. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's one letter. Did he give you that? Oh. All right, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's one letter. It doesn't even make sense. Does it make sense? You can't just do. You got to think. That doesn't have anybody can say. Well, it's not the best joke. But anyway, <laughs> welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? Hey, Todd, are we going in for the claws? Yeah, we we're going are. in for the claws. We're, we're going in for the claws. Don't you mean we're going in for the clothes? No, he was too busy setting off sentences by commas, therefore creating a clause. Claws and clothes. Welcome to my world. Two, two letters different. Won't funny. you come on in? Miracles, I guess. Oh my God, I can sing. Welcome to my world. Miracles, I guess. I can. Let me hear. Let me try. 
Uh, happens now and then. What the fuck's he doing so different? Step into our I can do this. I'm doing it already over him. Am I getting in the way of the song that much? Welcome to my world. You can turn the music off. It'd still be just as good. Help! Help! Uh, I'm wrong. Hey, this lady came running to me and said, "Help me! Help me!" Uh, they're ending the 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 podcast. They're ending the podcast. They're ending the podcast. I said, "Lady, don't you mean they're they're ending the podcast, like the Todd Glass Show podcast?" He said, "No. This guy was so stupid. He charged money for the podcast when it's something you get for free by downloading on iTunes. Again, it was one letter difference, and that's why it's so funny." I guess still happen now and then step into my heart leave your cares behind oh my god alright let's, let's fade to that my world. ladies and gentlemen it is it has come to that it's time right it's right it has come to that time I can't stop thinking of these stupid things, but I'm just not. Oh, you have another one? No, no, no. It's got to end. It's got to end. It's no big deal. What happened on your Twitter notification? I just saw that you saw my phone. It was like, must have been distracting somebody. Favorited another thing. Do you want to go into a clue? What they favor? Well, it's. No, what they favor? I'd like to know. Too big. Well, you know, it's embarrassing at this point. No, who is it from? You don't have to read it. Gitchy poo poo pants? That's a name or... Uh, oh, it's Rob uh, Godwin, favorite a tweet. Hey, do you guys mind if I... Uh, uh, what does it mean? Per- periscope. Oh, no, we don't care. <laughs> Is that Robbie Godwin? The one that... Mm-hmm. The, the Robbie Godwin from comedy? Are you serious? What did I do wrong? Why are you looking at me like that? Um, well, two things. <laughs> <laughs> Only two? Yeah. One, his name is Robbie Goodwin. And what did I said, say? said, hey, do you guys mind if I periscope this tweet? I mean... Pretty funny. I know. I thought it was. It got sound like we did now. You know what? Now I got to take. Now, who said that? You were him. Hello. This lady came running up to me and she said, "He said to help me. This guy, he staled my joke. He staled my joke. He staled, staled my joke." I said, "Lady, don't you mean he stole your joke?" I said. No, this idiot just said an old joke that was so old that I'm referring to it as stale. The way something can go bad when it's on the shelf too long. So he staled my joke. Ha-ha! <laughs> One letter. Maybe two. Won't you come on in? Miracles, I guess. I got a little lost. Pause the music out. Still happen let, let, Fade the music out. So in real time, like for real, take the reverb out of my voice. Uh, what happened? I got lost. And I always like, sometimes I think I'll wait till after well, the show to go. Well, I got self-conscious because I have so many better tweets than that, obviously. Uh, so it's <laughs> like, oh, you picked that one. And it's like, oh, bummer. You but would know, you, like, you want me to so edit it out? No, I mean, it's still a great tweet. So <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. Okay, Can so you're fine, it? basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. If you're Can we good, hear I'm said good. tweet? What? I'm, lo- I'm looking at one right now that's got 28 favorites. Whoa. Uh, well, you know. What is it? Let's stop, hear it. Stop it. Uh, well, I got to get permission from you know, Jake Adams. Oh, is it for me? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. 
No, you know what? I want to honor Jake. Yeah. This is embarrassing for him, and I don't think we should read his tweets. I, I yeah. think I want to hear him, but I think it's disrespectful we plow past someone's emotions on this show. If he's uncomfortable with reading the tweets, you respect that. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's like, I get it. It's like, wait, to George Carlin? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was doing like, then you have to go, okay, play my tweet. So if I just commit to the bit, if he's uncomfortable, but I like, but at least there's why that's a good game to have. Notice I respected it and it cleaned things up right away. And we jump right back to the bit. No, if Aristotle doesn't want our, his t- tweets to be read, that sometimes that's personal to people. So would you rather not hear us read them? I re- totally respect that. No, the thing is, they're just like brilliant. On I mean, so would you rather? So so, would you like us to read them? My tweets, of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ah, okay. Let's hear them. You want to read it? Do we have any music we could play? What time is it? I mean, if we're being real here, it's nine fifty-one. Read my tweets with the tweet prodigy in the room, being at at Jay Whittem. But uh, you know. I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, yeah, it's just not a big of an audience, but they definitely compare, you know. <laughs> Quality-wise. Qual- yeah, exactly. I got a show to take home. I'm very nervous here. Why are you nervous, Todd? Well, because I got a show. I got, let me explain what's going on here, and this is what's in my world. Welcome. Can you play that Welcome to My World? Because I'd like to explain people my world that I'm in. Won't you come on play the other guy singing it. I like the other version better. It says more it's from my head. This is in my head right now. Mm-hmm. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. You're okay? World. Seriously. I got a trumpet player that's got to be out of here in seven <laughs> minutes. No, 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 no. Hey, by the way, I'm glad because it gives us, you know, we have to, I've got stuff to do too. I got to audition tonight for a Taco Bell commercial. Taco Bell knockoff. So I got, I got, Taco I got, I'm going to do it as we look. I'm going to look at it one more time. I got, it's 9.52. I got seven minutes to bring a show home, and and I'm not happy unless I bring a show big home. Now, let's fade this out. Do we have a karaoke version of Welcome to My World? Let me hear that. Welcome, and and that's my world, Tom. So I don't know what I'm going to, I'm thinking. I feel welcome to it. Well, let me tell you something. I'm a little bit, with six minutes left, you don't think I'm thinking like, and, and by the way, I'm going to do this. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to bring this show home big. I'm yeah, I'm here. shitting in my pants a little bit because Why? right now it seems like I'm just spinning wheels. No, no. But I, th- I think that uh, this guy came running up to me and he said, uh, help me. Oh, it's bump, 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 Help me. It, it's... Uh, I was listening to the Todd Glass show. The Todd Glass show. I was listening to the Todd Glass show. And I said, don't you mean you were listening to the Todd Glass show, which is one letter different? And she said, no. Uh, The idiot was so worried about bringing it in for the clothes, he was just glossing, which is kind of a word that doesn't, that's different than the Todd Glass. Todd Glass is... G-L-A-S-S. G-L-O-S-S is one letter different. They don't have to make perfect sense. They just have to have one letter different. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? Oh, this is karaoke. I can try. Let me try my hardest. Miracles, I guess. Well, I'd have a trumpet player if I did this song live. Here we go. Here we go. 
sure. People would think I was good. Leave your cares behind. I go, take it away, JJ. I make him work. Take it away, JJ. I pause it, pause it. Stop everything. I got I got five minutes. And I and I'll tell you right now I'm getting a little bit of, uh, okay. Well, and then I, answer me this question. Listen, uh, this here. may help you. Thank God you're doing that. Let, let's just I'm let me throw it. this at you, yes. and maybe we'll find something. If you had to pick, uh, which five would, minutes? If I you got. had to pick one one of these crimes committed against you, which would you pick? Would you rather be uh, moldered? Would you rather be uh, punned over? Or would you rather be ribbed? You have to pick one. Tom, you're one letter off on words I think you're saying. No, no, no. You have to be uh, moldered, uh, murdered, uh, r- r- ribbed, or right. punned over, and you have to pick one of these bad things to happen to you. Which would you pick? I just thought of a closer. Ah, I knew I'd oh, fix it. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my mind is so busy trying to think of one-letter different jokes without thinking them through to think if they work. It's like, oh, I got one. I thought of two words that are one-letter different, Tom, and I think I'll think of the answer while I'm talking. Tom, can I tell you how that works? Do it. Yeah, I think you're putting limitations on yourself of your silliness. You're like, well, they got to wrap it up a little. they got to make a little bit of sense. No, they don't. Watch. Bump, 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 bump. Oh, oh, hold on. Bring in the guy, the cleanest guy singing, the one that sounds like he's in the present, because I think that really brings it home. Bump, 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 bump. How many people are in the theater right now? Where are you at? Ah, oh, it's like twenty thousand. It's a big show at the Forum, and you're, and they're all looking they're down. All down at me, and they're like, and that's I got. I want to sing, but I also want to tell jokes, and I got one. So, uh, your band. This is your band. It's my you. favorite. It's one of my favorites. Twenty thousand people on band who has to just play until I say the joke. So uh, <laughs> uh, this lady comes running up to me and she says, "Help me! I have been pinched in the nose. I've been pinched in the nose. I've been pinched in the nose." I said, "Lady, don't you mean you were punched in the nose?" And I say, and she says, "No. I, I this idiot never punched me because." Uh, I smelled so bad, so he pinched his nose and pinched my nose. So those were different things that could have happened. Now I'm trying to think of them. Because once you said that one, I figured it out. I think I could do this. A a lady came up to me. It's got to be a lady. She says it three times. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I love that you noticed that, that he's so worried the crowd won't get the joke. He goes, I've been roped. I've been roped. I've been roped. All right, here's what's going on. I want to be honest with you. I got three minutes to bring a fucking ship in, and I'm going to bring it in. The, 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 this ship can dock a minute late. Okay, it's not going to be the end of the world, but it's not going to be good. Hi, I'm the voiceover guy for the Todd Glass Show. I sit in a booth like a real fucking idiot, and I wish I had more money saved so I didn't have to read this one. But I really needed the 50 bucks. I make him read that. Do you think that's mean? No. Because that does cost me 50 bucks. Now play it again. Because you, be honest, you think, Todd, that's not nice. The guy's actually got to read this. I mean, he. Hi, I'm the voiceover guy for the Todd Glass Show. I sit in a booth like a real fucking idiot, and I wish I had more money saved so I didn't have to read this one. But I really needed the fifty bucks. You think that's no? I think that's. I think that's. I good. feel like I should send him his fifty bucks back. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. He paid you for the opportunity. Yes, he needed the exposure. 
you ladies. Any of you want to fuck Jake Adams? Oh, come on. The Todd Glass Show. A real fuck festival. <laughs> Should we tell him that he's been uh, fucking girls nonstop through the whole show? JJ, this is JJ. JJ's closing the show tonight. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, let him play us out. Can we put the trumpet? Can we put the trumpet, the the mic over to JJ? We're going to put all the work on JJ. Now, to George Carlin, I've never played this song for him before. (laughs) JJ, who did I say? No, you're right. I was just laughing at just life. Oh, you can laugh at anything. You look. I never wanted someone to feel if I look at them, they're not allowed to laugh. Like, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I, uh, no, I just didn't know because I thought I said his name wrong because I heard you laugh. So I thought I said his name wrong. No, that's right. Yeah. You're mm. just a funny person. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. All right. Looking. Something. Is, something, is everything okay? Oh, I hope so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the purest answer you can get. That made me feel. I'm. I get a little lost with the fresh air sometimes. I get a little paranoid. I'll be honest. I can think like, "Oh shit, did I do something wrong? not wrong?" I'm a full grown adult. Jake's not going to punish me. But like, did I turn the volume over there up when I should have had it down? Have, have Aristotle and uh, and guess what? Here's the goddamn difference. I got it. I I got it. The ship. I'm pulling in. They're throwing in the anchor. What do I have? No, they're already in. I pull it. If I can't figure something real quick, once it docks, we're docked. So I hope that if I play this song, that JJ can, you know, get us off the ship in a nice way. Okay. We're gonna put it all in his all in his power. So let's bring the song in. JJ, you find it wherever you want to play. It's part of our winter concert series. We turn our chairs. We enjoy the show. JJ's gonna take it home. Nerdist.com.